0: Everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast episode 230 for the week of where's my watch? July 14th, 2012. <coughs> that's right. Without my watch, the show can't even start. But we've got it today. So we got a big week of news for you this week. Um, oh that's redundant. I need a kickstart to eliminate podcast redundancies. Everyone else has a oh. Kickstarter, why can't I have one?
1: Because you'd <sighs> we... ask for like five grand and nobody'd give it to you.
0: If we get two hundred and fifty thousand, I'm removing all the ads from the podcast. Yay! Yeah, have that. Oh. So you no longer have coupon code. Never mind. Don't, won't have what? Coupon code RPGamer. Coupon to get 25% code. off yes, your disc- there'll be no more coupon codes. Uh, here with me, uh, let me do an ad for the people who are on the show. Anna Marie Neufeld from Canada. Who can't speak, apparently. You
1: walked off Yay. somewhere. Yay. Yay. Is she still from Canada? She hasn't been there in a while. She went
0: back to Canada, apparently. John Urworth from England.
2: Apparently, my voice no longer increases your listener count.
0: Alex Fuller from also England. Hello. Hello. Michael Tidwell from, well, he's not really from the U.S. He's from the West Coast, so. What? Yeah. It's a different world over
1: there. Oh, whatever. You have a lot more Starbucks. Yeah, and a lot less flat.
0: It's a happier... Repl- well, okay, the, the flat thing is unhappy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Moving on. I'm Chris Pervertier, host... Oh, wait, wait! Manny <laughs> Marino,
3: who is... <laughs> who is I'm legitimately... I'm serious. If you don't want me on the show, I'll go back Emmanuel to Emmanuel Marino, not- <laughs> who is legitimately... I won't be offended. I'll, I'll just go play some games. Uh, Maybe yeah, I'll... I don't yeah. know. I-, I could start... you will an- have fun instead space. of doing the podcast.
0: Yeah, I'm sitting here making this joke about Michael, and you're the one I should be making it for, the great country of California.
3: One day, the new California California Republic will rise.
0: May as well be. Joke.
3: One day, the new California Republic will rise.
0: The NCR. Hey, that's a Fallout reference, isn't it? It is. Yeah, I figured it out.
1: You're very quick. I'm very quick.
0: You didn't figure it out.
1: I don't play Fallout. Yeah, because you suck. Yeah. (laughs) With your Seattle Hills.
2: Yeah. Wow, this, this conversation is really, really going places. I don't
0: know about you guys. We got about 10 minutes of rain here this week. That's the first rain we've had in, what, two months?
4: Uh, since I got here, at least. Yeah. So would
0: you call, call it bad?
4: Operation Rainfall?
0: Would I call it what? Operation would you Rainfall.
4: call it Operation
0: Rainfall? Operation Rainfall. We need an Operation Rainfall.
2: This is getting worse. Well, funnily enough, over here in England, it's been raining like crazy.
0: Unfortunately, you, knowing our luck, it would mutate into a terrible video games news blog after it was done. So we don't want that to happen, do we?
1: Ouch, Chris. You missed all the excitement. <laughs> What's the excitement? We had 300 strikes per hour of lightning for all day long. Oh, I it's thought like all the mo-
0: Starbucks were going on strikes one by one.
1: It's like <laughs> the most lightning we've had in years.
0: Okay. That's cool. I want lightning storms. We don't have any.
1: Yeah. It was cool.
0: Anna's happy about it, though. She hates thunderstorms.
1: I miss lightning.
0: She won't tell you, though. She gets scared. No. Right, you miss lightning, well, you yes. need to play the Final Fantasy XIII two DLC. There's a lot
1: more lightning ah, in it. Segway now, jackass. Hmm. I'm sorry. What? You're a little jumping the gun on the segways to the news. I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but no. Wait. I mean, he grew up where like every August afternoon you just sit on the porch and watch the lightning. So now I don't get to see that.
5: Hmm.
0: I'm 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 sorry. Well, isn't that Utah where you were?
1: yes yeah so utah and aerosol those kind of places yeah well
0: noodle sometime contributor to the show um he's she's been complaining all week on twitter that there's no lightning there either so i don't think it's going well only july oh okay comes later comes in august comes comes in august well you know what comes right now lots of feedback from last week's show so why don't we start off with master chief's note to us says hey why I wasn't so- here sleeping. Uh, you were sleeping. Why are some games given free passes for having a bad ending with, oh, more is on the way, while some others aren't? I remember when Halo 2 came out. Game got crucified for its atrocious ending by fans, as it rightly should have, even though we all knew Halo 3 would be coming out on Microsoft's then-next-generation platform. By contrast, it seems everyone is excusing Diablo 3's apparently bad ending, rationalizing that it'll be improved with expansions. What happened to people expect- uh, What happened to expecting the game you bought to be satisfying the whole way through. Wait, of I find Diablo 3
4: satisfying on its own. I also appreciate the fact that it left itself open for sensible continuation. I hate it when a story wraps up and then tries to, like, cram DLC on the end of
2: it. Hmm. Oh, that was what, that was the best part of the Mass Effect 3 ending, wasn't it? After all of that ending thing, you get a little sign saying look out for more DLC. Gosh. This ship yeah, was sailed, awesome.
3: hasn't it? <laughs> I will I... say, though, that yeah. Anna's like – I mean, Anna's right. I mean, the Apple three at the very least had an actual ending. It had like someone saying, this is the end of the game. We, we've, res- we've resolved all the issues that were pertinent in this game. Now we're all going to live our life happily ever after. This part's over. Yeah. You know, unlike Halo 2, which I just said – finish the fight then it's like that's it <laughs> that was yeah
0: I, I mean we we criticize Mass Effect 3 for having a terrible ending and that's mostly because it doesn't actually resolve anything that the game is about it has some other philosophical resolution to concepts that the game doesn't even focus on it's ridiculous and I gotta well, tell you as far as Diablo also, 3 goes oh yeah
1: you're also more invested in Mass Effect 3 because you did play two other games before that you yes. kind of <laughs> hoped they'd wrap up as well yeah
0: that doesn't help yeah. <laughs> um as far yeah. as uh, Diablo 3 goes, though, I stopped caring about its story halfway through the game. So once I got to the ending, I didn't care anymore, because they were doing such a poor job in the story everywhere else.
3: <laughs> well, the funny thing is, think about Mass Effect 2, which which ending was cl- very clearly open-ended. and But even with that, it was pretty satisfying, you know? As you walk through your ship, you check out your crew, you survive all these things. That was a pretty satisfying ending. Yes. Um, I,
0: well, I didn't like Mass Effect 2's ending, though, because... I mean the boss fight in the Brazil Oh, I mean, I'm crap talking crap about too. the
3: the part after that.
0: Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, I mean as far as a good ending cutscene, it was a very um return of the return of the or, excuse me, Empire Strikes Back sort of moment. Yeah.
3: You know, the funny thing is everyone hates Halo 2's ending. I don't yeah. hate
5: it.
0: Oh, really? I don't. Know.
3: The funny thing is cuz I I just played Halo 2 like 5 years ago or less. That was the first time so, I played it. So it, it was, it was like, still new. Oh, exciting. And then I put in Halo 3. <laughs>
0: Ah, see, you don't have to wait, so that works okay.
3: Yeah, I was like, oh, that's exciting. I can't wait for the next game. And it's like I put...
0: watching a uh, season ending on Netflix. You just hit, oh, next.
3: <gasps> oh, wait, I don't have to wait four months for the next one?
0: Wow.
1: Next episode. Unless it's Game of Thrones. Well, that's why you don't watch shows while they're being made.
0: Hey, we wait for the end of the season it... at least.
1: I don't know. I don't.
0: It's fun. Watch. And then you unsubscribe you. from HBO for a year. And it's, <laughs> it's basically your way of getting Game of Thrones digital releases in a timely manner. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's next? Number two. With the Oya oh yeah! game console absurdly past its Kickstarter goal. This is a story we'll be talking about later. Um, what is the potential for quality, substantial RPGs on a console that touts being open, be it this console or another? Does an open-ended console, not a PC, have any potential outside of being a sweet emulator MMO box?
3: Hmm. Uh, well what, what you, you have to ask yourself How many great RPGs are there on the iOS right now How many great RPGs on Android Because like- for a good long while mm-hmm. All you're going to be seeing are ports of those games
0: Yeah
1: Well we were having a discussion about this I mean we'll get into Ash this. was good Yeah. Was it? Um, yeah uh, What is what the one good? that Mac likes? Uh, Ash
0: Dragon and Fantasy
1: Dragon Fantasy. I mean, we might see that or something like it. I mean, I think the biggest problem is we're not going to see big names. We're not going to see like, oh, yeah, let's do this. We're not going to really push anything. So you're going to see kind of like homebrew stuff and things like that. And that's not going to really make someone go, oh, yeah, this is the console I want.
3: It's going to be really small scale stuff. I mean, the Tegra 3 is a powerful system on the chip. And in the mobile space, but it doesn't approach anything near a PlayStation Three or an Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. So, right off the bat, don't expect any kind of RPGs like that. So, you just have to ask yourself: Do you like the kind of experiences that you're that you're Chaos seeing right Rings.
0: now? or whatever that is. What was it? Oh, Chaos Chaos Rings. Yeah.
3: yeah. But you know they get away with that because it's like all most of it's pre-rendered backgrounds, and like very there's actually very few polygons they're pushing at any one time.
0: So, but Infinity Blade looks okay, and you can make a decent RPG with like Unreal Engine or something like that. that yeah, that's great. great on Infinity 3. Blade
3: is like the first one of these big budget. I know, don't
1: know if we've seen the Unreal Engine on Android though.
3: Exactly, that's what I was about to say. I, there's, I haven't seen anyone put that really? kind of money to Android. All right, well, Dungeon Defenders is on Android, right?
1: Yeah, that's not Unreal.
0: And that's yeah, but that's supposed to look pretty good on the Tiger Three chip. It looks okay. <clears throat>
1: Look, you I do know. know. I mean, I it check it, like it on my fit- phone and see what it is. Let's mm. see.
0: I mean, you don't have Tagger Three though, but yeah.
1: I have a phone. It has stuff. It- <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I click buttons and they're shiny. I guess it will be better than whatever it looks like
3: on your phone. So that's that's exactly. Right. But you know, if you really do like these smaller kind of little, you know, these bite-sized RPG experiences. I mean, if you want Dragon Fantasy, Dragon Fantasy Two, maybe. A handful of like chaos, maybe chaos rings. You know, Charles like Barkley, shut board.
0: up and jam, Gaiden. Let's let's port that over. Oh, there yeah. you go. Let's dig out three are, or four year old indie games.
3: <laughs> but these are gonna be like five, six hour RPGs, like you know, yeah. smaller things. No, not gonna right. be like a forty, eighty hour epic. This actually looks pretty good
0: on a console that. Oh, let's see. There you go. On a console that is apparently hackable, so that's gonna make them. Eh. So, I mean, uh, we've gone no, into it f- here, and we may as well keep discussing it. This Oya thing is is all right. Open console, Android based, a store that's going to be curated by the Oya folks. Um, it's got a, it's got the Tegra three chipset, gig of RAM, and it has a controller.
3: What are people going
0: to do? On, right? Does really? I didn't even notice that the controller is a touchpad.
3: That's what I've been hearing.
0: Mm. I could be wrong, but no, I, that's I think fine. that thing. The case. I just gotta get the stats up here. Got this page. But you know, the it's interesting though because touchpad. Yes,
3: go ahead. I mean, the excitement for this. I I kind of don't understand the the level of excitement for this product because I just I don't see where it would fit into my life. I just don't see a use case for me for it. I don't see why I would want this at all.
0: Yeah, I I have the same issue. Like. um if if the Android market had lots of RPGs, lots of high-quality games, this would be wonderful. Uh, it doesn't. And
1: oh. what? What's the Oya? I'm learning how to play. I haven't learned how to fire yet, but I'm learning how to play.
0: <laughs> so tell me about Oya, Mike. Is that? Is this a game for you? Is this a console that works for you?
1: It's one of those things where I think the people who are like, wow, I wish the, the Wii would have been easier to do homebrew, things like that, and... That crowd is what you're looking for. So it's you're a good
0: indie a, it's a good indie hacker experience console.
1: What I think it is, is the people who want to get to the next level, right? They've started with their Android phones, they've made some cute games and things like that. But you know what? They really want to be the designer working for the big company, but they can't get any exposure because it's, you know, on a small phone and things like that. Suddenly you get the Oya, you get, you know, let's let's be generous. Fifty thousand people play your game. It's on a big screen. You can now say, "Hey, I made this." You can send it to publishers. You know, I mean, to developers. You know, you can be like, "Hey, this is what I've done." It's going to be a, that kind of premise. Well, it's not going to be like.
0: Wait, wait, wait. So I'm going to buy one of these things and basically be playing people's uh, coll- out of college art projects, basically.
1: Have you played freeware games? That's what they are.
0: I know, but as a you're saying, fifty thousand people are going to play it but that means people are buying this console and purchasing games that are intended they already have tech demos for somebody's portfolio not tech demos
1: no you want you want a full experience especially if you want to be i want to be a game designer or Mm -hmm. i want to be you know not just i want to be an artist you know that means i'm never getting a fully
0: polished experience i'm getting somebody who's dabbling in game design for the first time
1: right that's why there's no money in this console
3: oh well You'll get a lot of ports. Anything that gets ported from iOS to Android, you'll get that.
1: Who's going to make... Yeah, you're going to make the people who already work and make and sell their games for a dollar suddenly port their games to a new system. they'll they do that, though.
0: I mean, the people right. who port from iOS to Android are already kind of down with that. I
1: don't see a lot of, wow, this is the best game I've ever played. I'm so glad it's on my phone experience.
3: But I think the reason why those games are getting so good is because they're finally adapting to a touch screen and making you know, a small bite-sized experience rather than thinking – I think the biggest problem with iOS game development in the, in the beginning is they were trying to make console games on a touch screen and it was a disaster.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
3: So now we're going back to making console games for a mobile platform. It just, it just happens that the mobile platform is hooked up to your TV and has a controller.
0: Yeah, I, I mean that's the thing, right? That's the big thing that was missing from mobile from Android and iOS games in for the core gamer market is I need buttons, right? Well, this gives right. us buttons. Should we not just be thrilled and happy? What what could possibly go wrong?
3: Well, at that point if I'm playing it on my TV, why don't I just plug in my Xbox 360 and play exactly. a bigger because game? Because this
0: is this costs a third of the price.
1: No, it doesn't. But, yeah, it does. It's
0: 100 versus 300.
1: It's 100 for the Kickstarter. Yeah. And they've already said this is a significant reduction from what we actually think we'll charge. Okay. So if it becomes out two hundred and fifty, go buy an, a you know a three hundred and sixty or a PS three. What is what are they're down to like three hundred now, aren't they? I don't know. I don't buy consoles. <clears throat> I buy them when they come out when they're expensive. <laughs> so it's like at this point, even a Wii would be like, all right, I just get the Wii. That's cheaper than a two hundred fifty Ouya, and I know it has games from you know, big publishers. I do Yeah, but see... the, these
0: look better.
3: I don't do know. I... What games have they been showing off? In the I video think they anything, off anything on Tegra like 3 will
0: better. It, this is capable of 1080p, and the Wii is not. This has to look better.
1: <clears throat> yeah. I'm, I, I, I'm not buying the fact that you can shove a bunch of pixels on a screen to make it automatically better.
0: Well, but we already know that the people of developers have compared the iPhone 4 to the Wii and said they're about equivalent power, right? That's fine. Okay, this is much more powerful than iPhone four. This is Tiger three. It's Tegra nice and powerful.
1: powerful. You have no big names working on it.
0: Well, okay. Now, now that's that's you're saying asset generation is
1: the issue. They don't have artists who can make pretty things available. I've already I've said this three times. They don't have publishers signing on.
0: Yeah. That, well, I, and you're saying like that said, won't happen if, because of why?
1: Because the publishers, the big name game publishers, have very little mobile experience.
0: Yes, except EA.
1: So, EA has some compared to its main projects. It yeah. doesn't have that much. Well,
0: they've got a compared to a lot of other people, them and, and Ubisoft have a ton of mobile games out there. They just don't right. put anything was, good out. I was, I was, I was
1: you know, thinking about, just... like four big companies. There's EA. There's Ubi... There's WB, and there's Disney, Disney
0: and I yeah.
3: can't
1: think of anyone else.
0: There's no core games from Disney, I can say for sure. Um, you know, it's
3: interesting. Maybe you can I mean, you can start seeing older por- – you know how like Rockstar started pouring over in Grand Theft Auto 3 to iOS and Android and Max Payne? And you just see a bunch of older like PlayStation 2 titles start showing up on Ouya.
5: Hmm.
3: I'm just thinking if it's on Android, it's probably going to show up on Ouya, right?
1: Um, that, I mean, that's their premise. It's like, well, you already made it for Android, so why don't you just keep doing it? All right,
0: so check this out. Apparently, the Oya folks did a survey about the top 20 games that their user base want to see on the Oya. So here's what people are actually asking and thinking they might get. <clears throat> Mass Effect.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't worry. Don't, here's the next one. Battle Toads.
1: Oh, that would be awesome.
0: <laughs> That'll probably happen. Time Splitter. Hmm. Sky- Skyrim, <laughs> <laughs> no, Bastion, that should be doable. Bastion, maybe be doable. a Need yeah, for Speed yeah. entry. Um, they already have mobile Need for Speeds. Yeah, doesn't say here that it has to be a good Need for Speed. Just as Need for Speed. Assassin's Creed. There's a crappy Assassin's Creed mobile port, so they could do that here. League of Legends. How do you play that with a controller? How the hell would that even I don't, work? Uh, that's what Final Fantasy. I'm sure. I'm confident Square will yeah. put some sort of Final Fantasy Final on this Fantasy thing.
1: Final Fantasy One will come. No, to that, Dimensions.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Dimensions is the obvious one, isn't it? That's the uh, iOS game kidding, that they're coming out Final with.
6: Fantasy, Final Fantasy yeah, One is their project. The that, Android as well.
0: That's that's the one that I'm most interested in. Actually, is I could play Final Fantasy Dimensions with a controller.
1: <laughs> FIFA. <I> know, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the thing. If they can get EA to play, yeah, then they have at least something, because. What you need more than anything is there's someone to say, yeah, here's a console that this is what you can do with it. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, like that. Dead. Remember that Dead Space iOS game? People said it looked great. It's cool atmosphere, but I hate the controls. Or even that uh, Mass Effect one. That small little Mass Effect game in a what's it called? Infiltrator or something. The Facebook game. No, it was uh, an iOS game. Remember, Chris? Oh, right, well, right. Oh,
0: I'm sorry. Which one? I was reading some material. Yep. Mass, Mass Effect Infiltrator. IOS. Oh, that thing sucks.
3: Yeah, but would it be better with an actual controller?
0: Yeah, the touch controls are terrible. They don't. Nothing ha- does what you want it to do. I mean, that's like the big. But thing. But you know though, what? So you I have do- I have that game with a controller. You know what it's called? Mass mm. Effect Two and Mass Effect Three.
3: Yes, but yeah. you won't get Mass Effect Two or Three on Uya. So the best you can get is Infiltrator. I don't want it. <laughs> I don't need it. The,
2: uh, the question I have to ask is: I have an amazingly powerful PC. Why the hell would I want this?
3: Yeah, <laughs> great question. And I don't That's have an answer Android. for you. No, I, I think Quinn is right. I mean, between, like, someone like me who's just like, well, I already have my Xbox 360 and PS3 hooked up. And, like, Quinn, who is like a, I'm sure has a great PC, and if he wanted to, could easily hook it up to his TV. I mean, between this, I, I just don't see. the what, indie,
0: Yeah, the RPGs I want to play that are on Android and iPhone with almost, uh, with very rare exceptions, they already have PC ports. Like Dragon yeah. Fantasy, for example, has a PC port. Call, Cth- uh, Call Cthulhu or whatever it's called. Uh, the Cthulhu Saves the World, sorry. the, the PC ports.
1: Yep. Yeah, this is Even why like I'm saying bigger... that you are going to get the market of people who like making Android games. And the people who want to show off what they can do in Android games and they want to push the envelope. You're not going to get the people who just want to make hardcore games.
0: I and, and isn't the mobile development focus still around the iPhone since it's easier to... There's less hardware specs to develop for and kind of a little bit easier to support when you go that route.
3: And I, I the one thing I always hear from indie devs is that they're scared of Android piracy. That's a big concern for them.
0: Well, this and we know this console, it's hackable. So the piracy is going to happen.
1: Um, as for what they're focusing on, I think you've seen a huge surge uh, in the Android market. I'm not going to say it's now bigger than iOS or anything. I'm not okay. going to put those numbers out, but... I don't think the hardware is such a big issue it, The big issue is the fact That they don't know what OS versions they're going to be dealing with
0: Well then why did NISA just cancel Skya for Android?
3: You know Android is just so fragmented right now Because you have how many different stores I mean, It seems like the, if you're going to be buying Android games The best place to get it is like the Amazon store
0: Right? <laughs> I, I, I don't know, I don't have an Android device so. They even just I'm announced
3: not- that they're, having, they're going to have their own version of Game Center on Amazon Amazon Kindle's Game Center
0: no, no, Well, that's just for Kindle Fire,
3: though, Central. isn't it? Was it on achievements friend list?
0: That's just you for Kindle I'm... Fire, though. I think I don't think that. Can... No, no sure it's, it's for their
3: It's part of their. Mobile.
0: Oh, it's part of the store.
1: Yeah, because okay. you already have to do kind of weird things get the app store on your Android phone. Yeah. Okay.
2: I, I I would say I have an Android phone. I don't use it for for playing games at all. Hmm.
3: I just, yeah. don't, I just feel like the the kind of games that I buy on these platforms, they're meant to be smaller. They're meant to be touchscreen experiences, smaller experiences. The kind of things I can pick up and play. And even when I, I do have like a piece, the PC version, like it seems like everyone's making either like sort of like Baldur's Gate Enhanced Edition or uh, uh, Shadowrun Returns or Wasteland Two or what you know, all of these kind of big name title RPGs, they're going to have their PC version that you're going to sync to the cloud and and play with uh, play your mobile version on the go. And then when you get back home, sync back and then play with a real keyboard and mouse. Whew, I don't know. I just think maybe we're old fuddy-duddies and we're too entrenched in the old system.
5: <laughs>
3: no, I was just thinking though. The funny thing is if you see the, – the kind of excitement that people are seeing for the Ouya, you think Apple's going to let this slide. I guarantee you pretty soon we're going to see an Apple TV that plays apps ah, and you
0: can it. They just – I just don't see them caring about that. They don't care about that to the point of even saying they won't do it. And that's how you usually tell that they're actually thinking about doing something, right? They tell you that they're not going to do it? Well, you
3: know, how soon is before you just, you, you put the entire output out to the screen and you just have the bottom screen as like a controller. Hmm.
0: A bottom controller. Okay, yeah. I, I mean, I, I know the concept; it, it could happen, but I just, yeah, that just doesn't seem like a market they want to be in.
3: Well, uh, they're already pushing AirPlay pretty hard, but we don't turn it into a Mac podcast.
0: Well, uh, well, the problem I I see with it for Apple is that yeah. they like to make money on hardware, and that doesn't work in the video game business,
3: right? Sure, they do. they sell you the ninety nine dollar box, and they show they sell you the the seven two hundred dollar iPad Mini as a controller. <laughs>
0: All right, now we're selling non
3: existent accessories. All Fine, right. oh, the big <laughs> iPad. Hey, they're both, these are all big hypotheticals, but you yeah, know what you're I'm saying. Right. Okay. No, no. Do uh, we have any feedback this? Uh,
2: this has gone on for quite a while. Just Oh, I'm sorry. At least, <laughs> least
1: skipped that news story. Apparently, yeah. <laughs>
2: Anymore. Well that was the they idea.
1: Thought...
0: We're talking about Sorry. oh yeah. This is oh yeah. This is important. I mean right. this is All the right. console All for indie here, developers. Here's... Is this crap gonna happen? And apparently there's lots of articles about why it shouldn't isn't gonna happen. It's selling a dream, it's just hype at this point. Who knows? And here's
1: here's my point on that is I was I was mentioning this before the podcast, but what they wanted was a million dollars. If yeah. they could get a million dollars, they said they could do it. Now a lot of people go Yeah, well, you don't really understand the cost of what it takes to make a console. The prototype, I'm sure, is wonderful, blah, blah, blah. But now they have $4 million. So even if they didn't have a clue, they probably have enough money to pull this off.
0: I'm going to ask you two questions. A company with a business plan like they had and uh, some of the designer people already involved in the project like they had, should they have any trouble getting venture capital funding?
1: If, if they wanted,
0: someone's... but did they want venture they capital? Did, yeah, I understand that, they, that didn't, they didn't. They didn't want someone. it. They didn't want it. They wanted to retain control of their company. And you know, honestly, that's a smart move to He's investigate that option nowadays.
4: Because he wants to prove that I'm wrong.
0: Uh, no, actually, I'm not. Uh, I, I, I'm just assuming you're wrong. Um,
1: <laughs> he knows you're wrong.
0: That's okay. <laughs> well, Anna, Anna's one, Anna's I asserting that, Anna's asserting that you, you can't just get... ask for a few million dollars of venture capital. Yeah, All right, that's most wrong. of the
4: people that are investing in video game stuff don't want to invest just a million dollars.
0: Yeah, that's a whole other issue, um, and, and I think they need more than a million dollars to do this. Actually, they I probably think we've already got have some funding to the there.
1: Point now, <clears throat> <clears throat>
0: yeah, you're you don't already, just kick this off with four they million. They
1: had to have the funding, yeah. to make the prototype. So they already have probably someone behind the scenes.
0: Well, if they're actually launching a console for legit. They need to have funding to pay studios to work on games,
1: which they're not doing. That's why they have the Kickstarter of seven hundred so they can get developers to start working on their stuff before they launch.
3: I thought that was one of their stretch goals is that if they then now they're talking about not really stretch goals, but they're saying now we might fund some first party development that we have so much extra money
0: my My worry was when they sent out an email, and I actually backed this project for one dollar so I could get all the project update emails. Um, oh, that's clever. I
3: should do that for things I'm interested in.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, now you tell me. <laughs>
0: Let's go do it. I'll <laughs> uh, anyway, well, so update
1: you from this one. You can do the next one.
0: Well, I did it because the first update email they sent was, hey, why don't you email us and tell us what we should do with the extra money? And I just, whoa, that put the brakes on for me. Like, why don't they know?
1: Because they expected a million and got four okay. in two days. And they probably expect to get another three, maybe? It worries it's me like, that
0: they thought a million dollars was going to take care of this whole project for them. They should have they already made, had plans for extra money because they need it.
1: They probably planned it to a point of like, oh, maybe we'll get two. Here's my question for you. Factories
0: have queues. How are they going to get this thing made in, by March without, you so, know, th- numbers and, and stuff being submitted already to <clears> factories <throat> to, to start working on the manufacturing?
1: I, I don't know what world you live in, but March is still pretty far away.
0: Yeah, if they're working on it now.
1: They are working on it now. That's why they said they don't have the final plans, but they already have a prototype. They know they what they're pro- going no, to do. No, but
0: they should have final hardware.
1: The prototype is their final hardware. They just don't know how much it's going to cost.
0: Yeah, well, they've already admitted that they're making changes to that prototype, especially since their buttons didn't have any distinguishing marks for colorblind people.
1: <laughs> That's really a small, small thing yeah. in the big world. Yeah. I mean, you're asking. Well, here, here, I have to change the colors. Right. Okay.
0: Last thing I'm worried about with this thing, it's going to come out right around the time, and then like two months later, Tegra Four is going to come out. So their console is <laughs> going to look. Their console is going to be outperformed by mobile phones. I just want to put hey. that out there. That really worries hey. me. <laughs> They're going to be mobile phones with better specs than this console, hitting just a couple months after it. So
1: welcome that to be fun. The technical market. I mean, yes. I can't find anywhere that doesn't happen anymore. I know,
0: but th- unlike the other markets, there will be Android games that are playable on both, and you'll be able to see the difference. Hmm. So I, th- that worries me. So
1: uh, I, Let's see it before. I mean, it's one of those, yeah, but you know what? The stuff that came out on the 360 looked old in two years anyway, and people still have 360s, so. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we knew out off the bat that the 360 wasn't going to compete with the PS3 as far as technical power. That doesn't mean nobody plays it.
0: All right. All right. People want to move on. So let's talk about Gugnir. Okay. And Vita, other PSP games. So Kazrico writes in and says, just thought I'd mention it since it came up some weeks ago. Gugnir can now be transferred to the Vita from a PS3. Other games have also become available, like Susume Tactics, waiting on confirmation about Unchained Blades. And I can tell you, Kazrico, and other people have been wondering, Unchained Blades, as of this week, is now transferable and playable on the Vita. So I just copied over my uh, the, my copy of the game and my save file for my PSP with no problems, and it's all working and running just fine on my Vita. So if uh, you've been holding out on Unchained Blades because of... Uh, uh, Vita compatibility. Now is the time to jump into it, and it's still a really fun game. And I want to play lots more of it. So that's what I can tell you about that.
1: I still need to get this game. Apparently, yeah, it's apparently still need though, to get a Vita. So. Yeah. I, it's I, what
0: it's thirty bucks. I know it's a lot. That's the thing it's like... I think that's a lot for a PSP game at this point. Even if it is a no, big RPG, there's still
1: thirty bucks.
0: It's a dead system. Wow. I feel like I should be paying 20 bucks for PSP games at this point because they don't, you know, they're not Vita games. They don't have all the graphics. They don't have all the, ah, whatever people disagree, whatever. Sava writes in dear Russian. Oh, sorry. Whatever. I overwrote you. What'd you say?
1: You still have the pretty UMD. I don't know what you're complaining about. What, what, (laughs) what UMD? (laughs) I'm saying for PSP games.
0: Oh, I bought it. It's digital only.
1: I know. I was teasing.
0: Ah, gotcha. Dear Russian, Polish, and German comrades. Um, There are none of those things on this call. Since I've only just returned from traveling abroad, I'm woefully behind on my gaming news. The sad state of affairs makes it that I can only send in one question for this week's feedback section. Oh, well, here goes. This is from our favorite, Ocelot. Who's pre-ordered the crazy collector's edition of Borderlands 2? Not the regular collector's edition. Who has sent an email or otherwise pestered Namco Bandai to... Bring Project X Zone to the States. Who is excited for the Nino Cooney Kuni Collector's Set? With a real-life book of spells, who's heard of the Oya console, and who's played Spelunky? That's not one question. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, how do we get to one question?
1: We're at like six already.
0: <laughs> All right, well, let's start. Any of you pre-ordered the Crazy Collector's Edition of Borderlands 2?
3: That sold out a while ago.
0: All right. Well, it's still getting advertised in their trailers.
2: You can't buy it on Amazon or nothing.
0: Okay, so that none of us have gotten that, right?
2: I've, no, I've I, not even pre ordered Borderlands 2. i right, sure good. I'm We're safe
0: that. there. Who has sent an email or otherwise to pester Namco Bandai to bring Project X Zone to the States?
2: No, I'm sorry. I'm too busy sending hate mail to Nintendo over the region lock on the 3DS. All right. Yeah, uh, good, good luck with that.
6: That's what I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right.
0: Who is excited for the Nino Kuni Collector's Edition set with a real life book of spells?
1: Me. Yes. I pre ordered it. Very much. Did you get it too? <laughs> I'm excited, today? but I'm not dumping my money into it. So just me and Alex? All right, Looks cool. like it. All
0: right. Who has heard of the Oya console? I think you know the answer to that. And who has played, one. <laughs> who has played <laughs> Spelunky on Xbox Live Arcade? Who's played what? Spelunky.
2: All I have done so far is watch someone else play Spelunky.
0: It's like an uh, action roguelike.
2: Isn't it a bit like Cave Story?
0: Um, No, Cave Story is a Metroid-type title where you make more progress, I think. Oh.
5: I didn't know that Cave much about story it, either, so
0: I couldn't tell you. Someone will have to tell us in the chat room, hopefully. All right, whatever. Um, oh, now it's time for a phone call. Get this queued up here. All right, calling in to our to our uh, what do we call it? The RPG Cast Hotline. Go ahead, caller. Hi, uh, hi RPG Cast. Um, my name is Alonso, and I just had a
2: question on. Final Fantasy 7, when it was originally released,
1: I thought it was meant to be for the game, I mean, the Nintendo 64.
5: And can you guys verify this? And if it was, then don't you guys think it's justified for it to be remade? Um, I'd like to hear you
0: guys' comments on this. Thanks. All right, so this caller's assertion is that Final Fantasy 7 was originally intended for the Nintendo 64, and that because of that... Doesn't a remake of it be more justified?
3: What does way back in the day? Other? Yeah,
4: yeah. Not one doesn't really have to do with the other. But here's where sort of this rumor came from. Way back in the day, Square made a Final Fantasy VI tech demo for the N64, and as far as anything we've ever heard from Square, right, Michael, is that that was a proof of concept. And it never went any further.
0: Much like the Final Fantasy VII tech demo on the PS3.
4: Right. I mean, they make tech demos with existing franchises and characters all the time just because it's easy to copy that particular style it's established.
0: And without, you know, having to out any other games you actually are working
4: on. Right. So, I mean, tech demos like this aren't unusual just because it's Final Fantasy. There's all sorts of rumors and stuff around it.
1: I can't believe people still asked this question when they had that demo at E3 this year.
0: That demo at like, E3 this hi, year. hi,
1: here's our next-gen engine. Where's their game? There's no game. They never <laughs> do this. They always do tech demos, and they may they had a or survey. They may not go anywhere.
0: Didn't they have a survey they, saying, yeah, would you like to survey. see this as a game?
1: <laughs> <clears throat> right, which is the most evolved Square has ever been in asking their fans what they want. Because
4: well, they- and they've used surveys. The problem is, is that they've used surveys like this before to set a precedent. Because do you remember back in the day we reported about this ridiculous survey that Disney was putting out, whether you'd play a Final Fantasy game with Disney characters in it? And wasn't that ridiculous? Well,
0: did Square they actually do that with a yeah. survey? Yeah, that's Disney awesome. did. I didn't realize that. Disney did. That's Disney
4: did. did it. No, Disney did it. That was the thing that we were like, what?
0: That's pretty funny. (laughs) I love it. Uh, Let's see. So that's... uh, What does it have to do with the remake? So he says, like, because it was really... Even if that was going to come out on the N64 and they changed it, how would that make a remake justified? I just don't understand that. So I'm sorry, Caller. I don't really see the link between the two. Um, Remake probably isn't going to happen based on everything we keep hearing. So just... There's just not... But hey... Somebody revealed a way a for, for some reason. Somebody revealed a way through a lot of hard work that you can play as General Leo in Final Fantasy VI this week. Yeah. Very strange bug where you play through to the uh <laughs> you play through to the floating continent without dying and then you die. No no no, you get to a
1: you get to a point and then you have to play without dying. But if, yeah. if you die in the world of balance, you're a sad person anyway. Oh come on.
0: And then and then when you come back after dying, you'll have the airship, but you'll have lost all that progress. And then you can play through again. Then you can somehow do something that lets you get General Leo after. And that. this is awesome. what
1: bugged me about the theory. Yeah. And maybe this is how it works, but if it does, it really, really bugs me. Why would the airship be an int and not a boolean? It's just, it should be on or off. You don't get multiple airships. Unless you have different <laughs> types of airships, then I could understand But there are all it. multiple airships in six. There are two airships. Right, but wouldn't you just be? I mean, I guess you could do that. But, but there's eight if you change here's the problem. if you change that type variable. So many different variable, ways you could do it. Come on, if you change that type variable to be a different airship for each number, then why do not you get a different airship?
0: I don't know, Mike.
1: See, there's just there's some really logical flaws in how they think that works. <laughs> and other than that, I'm fine.
0: But it, y- you you've seen code. What I want to see... People don't do always the most logical or efficient solution for code.
1: What I want to see now is, is this what happened when people said you could play General Leo? Because they did show screenshots. I mean, people made screenshots. And we were like, oh, they just spread it together. But, you know, they could never really figure it out. I'm always wondering, did someone actually do this and then just not tell you how it was done for years? Hmm. Because that's the thing that interests me.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. But they're telling you now how to do
1: it. So. Yeah, which yeah. I'm not going to even come close to bothering.
0: All right, well, that's our feedback section. Time to get in the news. Our first news story we're going to skip because it was about the oh, yeah. I think we've kind of talked that one to death. Okay, Next you, news story.
1: Upside down. Say what? It's all right. I just,
2: I just realized I was muted for all of that. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's all right. I was trying to point out that there were multiple airships in Final Fantasy VI. No, yes, you did say that. Two. But what I
1: was saying oh, is that was yeah. if that was true, then the variable going to two would have given you a different airship.
2: Oh yeah, and no, I've got no doubt of that. I was I was going to mention that I'm still basically convinced that um, the work that I did on a PS PS3 code I did during my second year of university was really just a very very well functioning bug. That's it. That's all the programming. <laughs> I like that. Okay. And it was the- just a bug. It was just a bug that coincidentally produced graphics.
0: <laughs> and, and Michael, I can come up with an easy set of ifs that would work where anything two or higher is the new the better airship or something like that. So Which, right, know. but it didn't happen. That well, could That's go the, the other thing. way too. Yes. So
1: we know there that was, for, I mean, there how we many airships were there in six? Two. Uh, two. I thought
2: there
1: were three. No.
2: Um, but we already know that the original version of Final Fantasy VI was poorly coded anyway. I mean. That was the sketchbook. Yeah. I mean, they
1: mentioned that in the when trying to translate it, that it was such a pain in the butt to work with because it was badly written. So, yeah. Okay. Back then, they didn't know how to code, but they make <laughs> oh, cool get games. Get onto the news, folks. Now they know how to <laughs> yeah, code. Yeah. <laughs> they
5: make
0: cool games. we to so talk about name? game coding. <laughs> Fantasy Star Online 2's code is going to come out to the West, but not till 2013. That's the big <clears throat> announcement. So, coming out in March 2013. What's it come out on now? PC.
2: PC, and, oh. well, they haven't made any uh, noises about the Vita version. So the Vita the pizza version
0: pizza. will be in Japan in 2013, and the PC yeah. version will be in the US, and I assume, oh yeah, Europe as well, in t- March of 2013. And assume that sometime after that, the Vita version will come here as well.
1: Uh, yeah, I if think it really Do depends. it at the same time. I don't know why you bother doing it at all. Bonfons
4: well, 11 on the 360.
1: No, no, no. I'm saying both regions. Why give Japan a head start?
0: Oh, because they did?
1: Because Sega
0: has no money and localization takes time and effort?
1: Well, then you find someone here who has money.
0: I, I don't know, Mike. I'm, I'm not... If there's one thing I cannot do for you, it's understand Sega's business decisions.
1: I'll never be, be able to do that. You're dead to me. Sega's I'm business sorry. Business. If you can understand, you're dead to me.
0: I can tell That's you cool. right now that Michael Cunningham has been playing Guard. And so he's undead to all of us, and so you can go check out his impression of Guard and see what it's like to be a vampire in Skyrim. So go check that out.
1: Is it as boring as the rest of Skyrim? What? <laughs> Being a vampire. Um,
0: in that none of Skyrim is boring. Oh, that's not true. Some of it's boring. That's not true. Yeah, I, can't, I can't make that <laughs> joke. Yeah,
1: some of it is boring. but not. I'm um, sure there are good parts. I just had to play. You just, hard you just haven't found them. Apparently, <laughs> didn't bother.
0: It's okay. You've got all that. Did you get the new? Um, the uh, what was it? Uh, what's what's that game called? Shoot the the Kurt Schilling game. Oh, the
1: DLC for Reckoning.
0: Reckoning, yes. Have you? Uh, did you no. pick up that DLC that was on sale?
1: No. Okay. I was busy attacking my computer.
0: Attacking it? Yes. Okay. Did you? You'll see. Okay. <laughs> All right. He attacked his computer.
1: Uh, I did. With vicious screwdrivers.
0: Well, let's see. Oh, I can't think of a transition here. Signal Studios has showed <laughs> off a new R- action RPG, and it is called Send New Gods. Uh, they showed this off at E3. So what do we have now? We now know. How was it? Oh, I didn't see it. Oh, you saw they it. say they showed it off there. I don't remember it being there.
1: Did any of you? Close doors only for no one who knows. Did you, see, I wasn't Manny, there. Manny, did you see so.
0: Ascend New Gods, Anna? Ascend. Ascend. No one new didn't even hear of it. Yeah, I didn't hear about it there at all. So I don't know who it was being shown to. It be sounds
3: because. like the new... Uh,
0: Maybe they just uh, Mar- announced it during E3 and it wasn't actually yeah. at E3.
3: Ascend. I have no idea what you're talking about at all.
0: Yeah. Uh we now know it'll be an Xbox Live arcade oh, game. Oh
3: yes. Okay. This was shown off during the <laughs> Microsoft <laughs> conference.
0: Oh it was. Well, I don't now even remember it for that.
3: that. I love it. Okay. <laughs> it was the one where the guide turned really big. It was like God of War. Oh.
0: Well it was an action RPG apparently. And See, it would be the an
3: XBLA.
1: For this.
3: Yeah, 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 will... we totally saw this 83. It was, like, one of the most unimpressive things they showed. They were like, oh, <laughs> And then it just moved on. It was, like, a 30-second trailer. Less than 30. It was, like, 10 seconds.
6: Oh. Yeah, if it was during Microsoft press conference, everyone was asleep by then. Exactly. No,
0: no. <laughs> was it before or after Usher? Because Usher woke everyone up.
3: Everyone, stand up. Stand up.
0: Because it, there was a guy who came out and talked about TV shows on Xbox that put everyone to sleep. And then Usher comes out to wake everyone up. So, I don't know. This, this probably wasn't shown between the two of those.
1: Oh, yeah. That TV thing was so yeah. Do you guys like
3: Game of Thrones as much as I do? Last night's episode <laughs> was amazing. It completely blew their CG budget. I'm so a big bad. fan of that one character in particular.
1: <laughs> that one character is cool and stuff. What are we talking about?
0: Anna was criticizing the CGI in Firefly.
4: What? what? Yeah, I know. No, right? I said it was campy.
1: Yeah. It's supposed to be. <laughs>
4: that was... Not, uh,
1: I like
0: the ship design in Firefly. I, I didn't know.
4: say I didn't like it. I said it was campy. And I even said it in an, Oh that- that's cute" voice. Like, I liked it. I don't know is, why he's like, is, I'm crapping on it.
0: How is it campy? I don't understand how CGI can what be campy. Totally
3: campy? I, I, I just don't get that I think concept. the only campy CGI is from uh, Babylon 5. where it looks like a bad computer game what? from 1995.
0: I, I understand looking old, but I don't get... Campy no, it didn't look the old. Adjective. That was the
1: thing. It looked. It was a. It was a nice. It, yeah, it, it, it's. I mean, campy is a good word for it. I'm sorry. Campy? I don't know how you would see it.
5: Well,
3: I think Firefly looks fine. It, yes, it no, looks fine. No. It has okay. a specific so style. so here's the thing,
0: and it also made me watch the first episode of the new Doctor Who series from 2005, and that I that, I would describe that whole show as campy. That well, is like the definition of the word campy. The
1: same campy. feel that they had from God knows when.
0: But yeah, but that means like it's it's over the top ham-fisted and you can't take it seriously, right? That's that's what Firefly campy was, is. Firefly was never was he taken seriously. Yeah, none of that. Oh, come on. You can take oh, Firefly. Oh, come
1: on. You have uh, the whole captain thing. It's like, "Oh my god, you just listen to him for like 5 minutes, you're like, yeah, this is totally western campy awesome."
0: Well, I just thought that the character was poorly written in the first episode.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, the pilot needed work. Yeah.
0: I thought that I didn't think it was campy. I just thought it wasn't very good. We're talking about
1: the CG though, and the CG didn't change.
0: Yeah, I, but as far as the CG, I don't get campy. All right, now the the alliance ships—they're pretty campy. Yeah, All right.
3: they're like floating cities. Yeah, those, My, the you're, power, you're right. Of those the are, they're,
0: they're they're floating um, executive downtown buildings. So they're trying right.
1: to beat the
3: Star Destroyer without being yeah. blocked of Lego. Right, that's that's campy. No, seriously, they look like floating skyscrapers, don't they?
1: Yeah, they do
3: like Gordon Gecko should be at the top talking about how he's going to own Wall Street.
0: <laughs> okay, who's that?
3: No, oh, forget it. Is God. that
0: is that from that No, I don't even know. From All the right. movie Wall Street? No, I haven't seen that. Movies All are right. hard. Movies are hard.
2: What <laughs> Lord I... is
0: not so hard. That's a turn-based iOS RPG that's being created by Eric Kincaid and it will be on Android, Kindle Fire and Nook and and uh, I bet you, yeah. Afterwards,
5: <laughs> so starting out on
0: ios coming to the android stuff later maybe the Oya. uh it is a retro right. style first person dungeon crawler in the vein of legendary computer role-playing games that define the genre according to the game's website and we've got a video up you can go check it out if you want a first person dungeon crawl wow it's old school looking yeah. okay so that's the that's there um, I'm I'm gonna stick with Unchained Blades personally because it's more modern designed. Uh, the last story has a release date. People excited about that? Well, Alex, you've already beaten it, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you, you use this as an excuse to pimp your review again, if I recall correctly. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> That's a good idea. Uh, last story. Last story. <laughs> yes. Yeah, last story has a uh, has a release date for the U.S. It's August 14th. XSeed will be putting it out here, and you can go pick that up. We'll also, announced the first run. Like, if you pre-order it. There's like two things, like the first set of copies will have an art book with it, and then if you pre-order it from certain retailers, like uh, I think Amazon and GameStop, you'll also get a seven-track soundtrack CD. So, go get on that.
2: Only seven, huh?
0: Only seven. So, if you actually like the music, you need to spend like 40 bucks importing the real soundtrack or pirating it or
6: something. Yeah, it's the same CD that we got in the collector's edition, and it doesn't actually even have the best tracks on it.
0: Oh, that's lame. But at least we get it here, and we don't have to pay extra for it. We just don't get a nice-looking collector's edition, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) I'm excited about this next story, because I like this game, and it's one of the few games I finished last year. Deus Ex Human Revolution. The movie rights have been sold to CBS.
3: Hey, Did you hear that they're making a new World of, War- they're making a World of Warcraft movie? I hear <laughs> Sam Raimi's directing it.
0: Yes, I'm sure it'll come um, out sometime this
3: century. That's been century. a rumor for like, yeah. It's not a rumor. No, no, and that's, that's actually the point officially... I was trying to make. Just because the what? rights have been sold doesn't mean a movie's going to yeah, be made. Yeah, that, that was oh, okay. officially confirmed yeah,
0: that mean. Sam Raimi's working on it. It's just he's got no time to work on it right now. Oh,
3: you hear they're making a Halo movie. I hear, uh, what's his name? the guy That who was made officially District 9. finished. That ain't happening. Oh. <laughs> I hear someone bought the. I hear Michael Fassbender is going to be Ezio in the new Assassin's Creed movie.
0: <laughs> I don't know who that is.
3: He was a uh, the guy in Prometheus.
0: He oh, was the robot. That's why I don't know who it is. <laughs> okay. I didn't hear good things about Prometheus, so I did not try to. Uh, I
3: hear mixed reviews. At the yeah. very least, it's a visual feast. Hey,
0: it's like the first Assassin's Creed then. <laughs> it's very appropriate.
3: <laughs> right. I don't know. What's the other? What other video game? You know, the funny thing is, i was just in the giant bombcast about this. We, got, we, keep, we, it's easy to be flipping like, oh yeah, like this will ever get made. And then you have to remember that Doom got made. Jeez. Hitman got made. <laughs> what, what? What else got made?
0: Lore, Hitman. Oh um, yep, Hitman. The got Tomb made. Raider movies, Resident Evil Two movies, of them. <laughs> Dungeon Siege got made. <laughs> oh my goodness, Dungeon Siege got made. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> some really bad stuff got made.
1: This is just stuck with more war games.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what, war games 2? Yeah. <laughs> Minesweeper? This time transition. with submarines. This time with submarines, okay. <laughs> so wait, rights again? CBS what? CBS Films. I don't have know what else. Made... What else
1: have CBS Films? Uh, I don't know. Studio? This variety
0: article says what?
1: I'm trying to think what studio they have.
0: Okay, I'm looking
3: at their movies. Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, I haven't heard of any of these. Sorry. That's a good sign.
1: I've
0: got two cats trying to block my screen. Hold on. Alright. Well, um I can't tell you anything about the movies, but there's a guy you probably have heard about, Richard Garriott. You know, the guy Oh, he's
3: I... making the DSX film?
0: No, yeah. no, no. he Hopefully. made uh he made Ultima, if you recall. And he's got a new that's, company. Because he doesn't own that anymore, called Portolarium. And they're gonna make a new game called New Britannia, a social RPG. I don't know what that means. A is this RPG. where they're
1: saying all the brain drain is going into social? I guess so.
0: Is Richard Garriott considered brain drain?
1: Well, Ultima was awesome. All right,
3: he was in space, yo.
0: And so was uh, what was, what was that other game that you played of his that was so awesome, Mike? The MMO.
3: Tavilla Rasa. Yeah,
0: that was so awesome too, right?
1: You know, it had great premise, except for the fact that the Western audience was never going to accept it. Yeah.
4: Um. No, I'm not going to talk about it right now. <laughs> okay.
0: So they are making... What is this? The ult- this, I don't know what's really being said here other than it's going to be his ultimate RPG and it's called New Botania, I would have thought the game called would have been your And RPG. it's... They're going... I don't know what this is. They're making something else called Ultimate Collector for browser and mobile platforms in the, in the meantime. And they're going to grow the company and put out a new Garriott RPG thing...
1: And then um, they're going to make action figures.
0: But if if instead you're like, well, why don't we just have Ultima? Well, don't worry, because Bioware is going to make a free-to-play Ultima for Ultima game called Ultima Forever.
3: Yep, I heard this is like uh, it's going to go free-to-play model. You can play as much as you want, tens of hours of gameplay, and the only thing you pay for are, like cosmetic items. So basically, if you like the game, you pay for it.
0: Ten hours of
3: gameplay, you said. Um, multiple, I, they, something multiple like tens. a lot, like, tens oh. of hours.
0: Oh, good. So that could be like 30, 60, who knows?
3: And I think that it's like, uh, they're, they're giving you an incentive to replay the game too. Because like you go through the first time and you collect virtues, mm-hmm. various virtues. And then once you have those virtues, you restart and you play again. Okay. Well, um, cool. and it's going to be on iPad and PC. PC. So you can start on your PC and then pick up again, pick up your game, the exact same game on the iPad. And it says
0: Edmund. cross-platform play, so your save is in the cloud, I guess.
3: Yeah, and I'm guessing you can play with your friends on iPad. I could be on PC. It could be, you know, go back and what, forth. It's multiplayer. Yeah.
0: Oh, I thought it was single player.
5: Okay.
3: I'm pretty sure I I heard people talking about like Anthony Gallegos from what's his called from uh, IGN talking about how one of one of the virtues is like if you're a level 40 character and my level two for, uh, friend character comes into the game. I can temporarily reduce my level to level two and get, you know, crappy loot and crappy experience, but I'll be making a sacrifice virtue to help out my friend, and that'll help me in my game complete my, you know, complete my overall quest.
0: All right, so this is going to be kind of an action RPG, like a Diablo game then, maybe? That I don't know. It says you can choose between a fighter and a mage here, so that would lend itself to that sort of archetype. That'd be interesting. There'll be more details at Comic-Con this weekend, so... Apparently, as we are talking, people are learning more about this game. So look for more next week.
3: You yeah. know, there's some good stuff at Comic Con. I think, uh, I think South Park is playable for the first time at Comic Con. Wow! The Stick of Truth. I you saw pictures. Demo stage. Hmm. You
1: guys are missing out. Are we now? I don't know. You guys watch the show, right?
3: I feel like I'm missing out.
1: Well, you're you're the closest. What? I can't watch it. He's so the closest San Diego, to San Diego. He could have gone. Oh, he, he could just yeah, walk not, there. Yeah.
0: yeah.
3: You know, I, the, the thing keeps on sneaking up on me. I, I swear I had no idea Comic-Con was happening until people started tweeting about being in San Diego. I'm like, oh, I guess that happened.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. that was me. You know, I was so in tune with it before, and I was like, oh, why is everyone going
3: to San Di- Oh, it's that month, right? Same thing happened to me. I mean, I, I wish That's I would have been up on it. I would love to have seen South Park. Uh I think there was a cool Borderlands panel. I think that's it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a Firefly <laughs> panel.
5: Oh yeah,
3: okay. yeah, but, but they not a game.
0: That. No, but it's a panel. <laughs> I know that's that's a weird thing. Like I see this, like
1: there's gonna be a
0: Firefly panel and there's people there. Oh my gosh! And it's like, well, oh my god, just, it's
1: actually a con where people just like talking
3: they're about just Firefly. There,
0: that's all that. That's all it means is that yeah, you got like Nathan Fillion and someone else there. Okay.
3: The panels, I think, are the worst part of San Diego Comic-Con because you're basically committing yourself to stand in line or sit in line for, for like four six, six,
0: hours six hours just to just to see a bunch of panels you don't want to see so that you can see the panel you do six want to see. Six
3: hours? Well, oh, yeah, that's if they let you inside. Well, yeah, the,
0: let's say you, your panel's at 1 p.m., Mike. Um, that room's going like to be 9. full all day because people want to see the 1 p.m. panel. So you have to line up at least at 7 a.m. in the morning. Um, because See, the first panels never, at ten a.m. and you got to be there three hours before, so you need to be online. Oh, but lines. that's
3: assuming they let you in. Sometimes lot, some people just waiting in the hallway. Oh, okay. See, we've I've never been to a
1: con that did that. I mean, Dragon Con, if they knew it was a big one, they put it in the big rooms. And even then, they would well, clear out the room before this the is next San Diego <laughs> Comic Con. Yeah,
0: Everyone's big. Everyone's big.
3: Every the amount of people who go a comic con is bigger than what the San Diego thing can hold, really hold at this point. Yeah.
1: I guess that might be So what you it, do is you
0: camp out the line for the room at the beginning of the day, and then
1: you stay there.
3: Yeah, I mean, if you want to watch a panel, you basically pick two panels you want to see, <laughs> and that's it for that whole day.
1: Wow, I'm glad I don't do this.
0: Yeah, it's, it's debatable whether the panels are worth that level of effort.
3: And Are the there? other thing to do, of course, is you know you 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 can cosplay and get dressed up and you just walk around the hall in circles and wait for creepy old men to take pictures of you.
0: Well, I mean, there's actually a show floor that is apparently fun and lots of stuff to. I don't. I think and, it's like, right?
3: call crazy, but it's one of those kind of like mainly like a bunch of um, people selling just selling obscure action figures and comics and autographs and that kind of stuff, right? Not
1: that's it. kind of what a convention is. Yeah. <laughs>
3: I know I got spoiled by E3 for so many years. I'm not used to people trying to sell you stuff.
1: Because E3 is not is a, a industry show. It's yeah, it's an industry show. So no, I mean, there's Chris, all sorts Chris of sales attend. going
4: on, but it's all behind the scenes.
3: Well, yeah, and, the, and their booths are much yeah, fancier. Yeah,
0: especially E3. Yeah, secret E3 as people. Like oh, to call E3 it. judging you mean? No, E3, no, E3 buyers E3. like the the companies. Oh. Yeah, there's tons of buying
4: games. going on at yeah. E3. In fact, you guys walked by a seller booth about a hundred times and didn't realize that it was there like which one solutions to go
0: solutions to go that sounds awful whatever it is
1: it does you should not play it
4: it's a no it's a distributor
1: you should not play it what do it they distribute
4: bad. um someone's oh. console video games <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> generally handhelds
5: ah okay
4: neat
3: okay
0: so, there, yeah, Secret E3, Secret 3 Well, what are we talking about? Oh, all right. Oh,
3: Guys, oh, this man, is exciting.
0: Oh, sure. yeah, yeah, go ahead.
3: You never told me. Would you actually watch a Deus Ex movie?
0: Yeah. I really enjoyed Deus Ex, so if they made a good movie, I'd totally be into that. But no, again, actually, I would rather read Deus Ex characters' email, because that was the majority of my time spent in that game. So. I'm glad
3: you brought that up, Chris, because apparently it. the prequel novel to Deus Ex Human Revolution is actually pretty good. Is Some pretty it? good cyber func- cyberpunk genre fiction.
0: Ooh, is it on Audible?
3: Um no, but it's on Kindle. It's called it's called the Icarus Effect.
0: Icarus, Icarus
2: Factor. Did you read it? Uh, no, but I saw it. I saw it in the bookshop when I went there recently. Oh, you got me all excited for a second. Deus
0: ex, <laughs> Deus ex, Deus ex, Deus. I'm just searching Deus ex on. Man, it just comes up with games, 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 games. Kindle store. It's
1: so like it was a game series. Yeah. Nah. Icarus
0: Effect. Oh, it's twelve bucks. That's a lot for a Kindle book, in my opinion.
3: You can get the paperback for eight fifty.
0: That's wrong. That's just wrong.
3: Amazon clearly states prices are set by the publisher.
0: So that still sucks.
3: <laughs>
0: right. Used from four ninety eight. There we go.
3: I'm just saying, if you just want some like some steampunk genre fiction, not steampunk, cyberpunk, yeah. a decent genre of, like fiction, and it fits into the universe. I mean, because it's
0: Deus Ex, I want it digitally. Because that oh. just, you know that sets the tone right. You know, yeah, absolutely. All right.
3: Damn this mega corporation that is Amazon. I want the tab- book
0: in like- my arm because it's Deus Ex. You know, I need something like that. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> speaking of the digital future, Blizzard has delivered a patch for one of their popular games, Diablo <gasps> Three. Um, oh, I thought
3: you were about to say the beta for uh, Mr. Pandaria.
0: Yeah, I had to re-download that last night because it was all redone apparently. So. Yeah, you know what they added? No.
3: Pets. The Ooh, pet ma- the pet battle system. I got to try that out. So it's Mr. Pandaria Pokemon is ready to play if you're Pandocamon. in the
2: And Oh, I should reinstall the beta and have a look at that. Yeah. Okay. yeah,
0: we should all do that. We could all fight each other.
2: We should so not do that.
0: Yes, we should totally do it because it's free. All right. I choose Say what?
3: Manny? Oh, I said tortoise. I choose you. Ah, there you go. I don't know. That's the only companion <laughs> that I could think of. <laughs> Steampunk
0: gnome, I choose you. Steampunk gnome. Mountain Dew battle robot, I choose you. <laughs> I can't remember, believe they made those things. Diablo three had a patch, and the only reason I bring it up is if you've been waiting for this, uh, it's actually significant. They've added all the commodities to the auction house. Gems, dyes, and uh, later in the week, they added gold to the auction house now. So you can now sell gold for real money and vice versa. So that is all in there, and if you're looking for a uh, easy way to be able to sell those things that have been piling up in your inventory and that you got a ton of, like blacksmithing pages, you now can do that and get some gold that you can actually use to buy items for your character instead of feeling like I've got no way of making gold in this game. Uh, I haven't done it yet, though, so I haven't seen what they're going for. So I hope it's going for good rates, but maybe it's not. So... That's all I can say. I think uh, somebody said a million gold is going for like $2 or $3. So that's not terrible. It's not fantastic, though. But uh, yeah, Diablo 3. All right, no one cares. Uh, Final Fantasy Versus 13 is showing up in Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm. The song, I don't know what to think about this. The song from the trailer, Final Fantasy Versus 13, is available as DLC in Theater Rhythm as of July 12th.
1: Yeah, but Which why? is
4: weird, because when they originally put out Theatrhythm, they said that they were not going to include any songs from spin offs.
0: Oh, then why is 13.2 in there? Because that's a sequel. Yeah, that's well, the, what, yeah, so what they mean. So here's the
1: thing. That's okay, because it's not a real game, so it's okay.
0: So are any 10.2 songs in there?
1: You guys play this game, not me. I,
0: I haven't played it yet. Anna's played it. Anna's the one who's beaten it. Is there any what Sheets. can I do for you in there, Anna?
4: Um, no, I but I haven't you? done the DLC wow, yet, wow, remember? Wow. And so? I'm lo- I haven't unlocked everything.
0: All right. So I don't know if Real Emotion's in there or not. I'm assuming it isn't. Uh, that The explanation could be as simple as, yeah, mainline Final Fantasies and their sequels, they're all in here, and stuff like Tactics or um, Chocobo's Mysterious Dungeon and stuff like that, not in there. I think, that's yeah, I think not having tactics it. in
1: there is just a sham.
0: I think not having tactics in there is a shame, but uh, that's what it is, I guess. It wasn't in I Dissidia, mean, I guess
1: because you, uh, you have Sakimoto for 12, so it's not an entire loss. But yeah. still yeah, so you still get sucky. some of
0: his music in there.
1: But... <clears throat> well, it's the same stuff.
0: <laughs> See, is there any 12 in the DLC? No.
1: I actually, for a while, I, I just made a, a playlist with mixing tactics and twelve for fun yeah that's cool
0: It's a good idea and apparently i'm i didn't buy a copy
1: of 12 soundtrack so i need to punt that down i still have my japanese version
0: oh i know why i didn't do it now because i was waiting till i beat 12 and then i finally beat 12 and i never got around to bu- buying the soundtrack because it took me years to beat 12 because i put it on the back burner and forgot to round around circle around to it. You
1: I mean like I did for 13 or so? Yeah. Well, it, it,
0: yeah, it's the same thing. I, uh, if, yeah. I, I waited longer than you did, but yeah, it was the same concept. If 13.2 like, had come right out, I'd probably end. still wouldn't have been 13. <laughs> See, I didn't realize how close I was to the end in 12 either. I was like two hours from the ending. It was ridiculous. Yeah, you were real close. I, w- for I, quite I had no idea. Okay, no, well. so uh, Manny yeah. is linking Matt Damon movies that apparently like Deus Ex and theme.
3: Well, hello, did you see it? He has gigantic robot... He has cybernetic arms. Oh,
0: the image didn't load for me for some reason, so... Let's oh, just
3: reload the page.
2: All right. I am being bombarded really with links at the moment.
0: <laughs> Are they Gundam-related?
3: Well, wow, it is, actually. Look, Elysium gives Matt Damon cyborg enhancements in Earth's filthy slums. Yeah, it's
0: just the image is not loading on that page for me, or in movie, oh. or whatever. I don't know what it is. Oh, there it is. Oh, my gosh. He looks like one of those idiots in the Avatar... Uh, I don't want to watch that. <laughs> I don't want to watch ugly Matt Damon. I'm sorry.
3: Only handsome Matt Damon for you. Yes.
0: <laughs> it's a requirement. Matt Damon <laughs> Matt Damon cannot look I
1: don't terrible. know what to say about this. I'm just going <laughs> to go hide in the corner.
0: Right. Um that's it for our news people.
3: Oh, no, 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 no. What, oh, I, we I, don't more. already? I, huh. One more. Oh. The Anna would be totally interested. In. Oh, oh. So apparently there's this little iOS game called Armed Heroes. Yeah, he said I wasn't allowed to bring it up. Oh. Okay. On to what we've been playing.
2: Actually, I was going to say one other thing. That's okay. I didn't say wait, you weren't allowed wait, what, what bringing to bring it MMO up. I just <clears> wasn't
0: <throat> going to. Okay, first of all, let's, let's get something straight here. I didn't say you weren't allowed to bring it up. I just wasn't going to bother putting it in the outline. But now we've brought it up. People want to know. Armed Heroes has stolen assets from Torchlight.
3: Oh, I say, because it's getting traction as news stories. People are actually making like big news stories in like, Sankotaku Taku on joystick.
0: Uh, is not. it? Is it? It's not it unique as f- though. We've seen this happen before, and then the game gets I, pulled. It's not even on the App Store anymore.
2: I say, is it? Is it as funny it as um uh, Lim- as when Limbo of the Lost did it about three years ago? Because that was hilarious.
0: I don't know what that is.
2: Limbo of the Lost was a um like think of a, it was a Monkey Island style game mm-hmm. that was in development for years and years, and then when they finally released a game, it turned out... That's that right. Basically everything in the game was plagiarized from somewhere else. From everything. Oblivion? Oblivion, Thief, uh, I think there were even a couple of Fallouts, just, yeah, everything. The main character was like the, the test character from some 3D rendering product. Yeah, it was bad. You really have to look that one up just to see how deep that particular one went. What's it called again? Uh, Limbo of the Lost.
0: Limbo of the Lost. Not to be confused with Land of the Lost.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Limbo
3: Welcome of the Lost. The land of the Lost. Okay. Yeah. All right. They even stole from live-action films. Other content appears to be taken from live-action films, including a scene and Dialogue from the 1997 film Spawn, an image from Beetlejuice, another from Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl, several more from Pirates of the Caribbean World's End. Jeez. And apparently, they one of, a Lord of the Rings Nazgul bust from Weta a workshop appears in one of the background images. Yep, remember that. This one. actually that,
0: hit retail.
3: Yeah, so yep. not very long though. Oh, <laughs> uh, they still like champs on this one.
2: Yeah, Good job, they people. did. Good job. And the apparently most of the programming was work was done by like wide-eyed idealists who the development team then didn't pay at all.
1: That's always nice of them.
3: Yeah. Okay, well, really quickly, this story, apparently, because people like Runic Games, this is getting a lot of traction because Travis Bulge is actually writing letters to people saying, don't give these guys any support. Yeah, couple-
4: I, yeah, we were sort of doing a little campaign of stuff on Twitter yesterday, getting people to pull down.
0: When you say we, you mean? Me
4: and the community manager, Brian Ward.
0: From Torchlight?
4: neat from runic so i mean this is the thing that i was pointing out to chris it's like the nice thing about being in the pr industry is i actually know a bunch of these sites that covered it and they knew who i am so i was tweeting at them from my own account
0: i just think it's funny that you you using these relations to tell people hey take down coverage of that because usually well, pr people don't get to say stuff like
4: that i just can't know, believe you guys I mean, are not an mail. email because um <laughs> people respond to the twitter faster i'll be honest
0: <laughs> You're the only one who hasn't caught on to this trend, Mike.
5: <laughs> Turning
4: I've on never notifications heard a PR of say, DMs. Oh, you stuff. should
1: totally, like, you know, be notified on Twitter when you need an update. What? Uh, next time Square tweets me to take something down, I'll let you know.
0: <laughs> next time Square tweets something useful, I'll let you know.
1: Oh, God, yes. <laughs> oh, <but.
2: laughs> oh, snap. Oh, snap. Can't
1: be a burn, it's a fact. <laughs> Even the cosplays were like, really? Did you find just the not so good looking ones or what?
0: Oh, that's that's insulting the fans.
1: Yes it was. <laughs> yes but <no>. it was. <laughs> but yeah, but they picked the pictures. They picked the pictures. All right. All
0: right, I think we're done with news stories. People uh let's uh, move what on. What happened to
1: MMO Minute or whatever?
0: Oh, yeah, and is there an MMO m- 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 Minute?
1: M- 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 yes,
0: let
4: me just open it because I you just I need a minute to open it. it. Come the headlines, it. MMO headlines.
3: <laughs>
4: well, there's some stuff we might actually want to discuss in here, Not so really. I'm going to run us. through this it.
1: This is MMO People. in a minute.
4: Yeah, so Manny sort of mentioned it. Miss Pandaria is running um, test pet battles. Um, it is going to have a Pwn the GM event on Monday, and is now introducing guild mentors. Um, there was also a couple of websites did a really good breakdown of scenarios. Um, Diablo three patches yet again and previews an armory like page. Turn into an MMO.
0: It's not. I don't know why Anna keeps including it.
4: <laughs> Star Wars: The Old Republic gets free trial, no charge or time limit. Um, Raiders close beta test beginning August eighth and will be at PAX Prime. Remember we played this last year at E three, Michael. Mm-hmm. this is how long it's taken them to get it actually up and going um, Project Dragon which is an iOS Android game is con- um, now being reported as a Diablo for your phone uh, Farm Kingdom gets summer update Fly FF Gold officially launches um, Fantasy Star 2 Online coming to North America and Europe 2013 no mention of Vita version Night Age enters closed beta testing um Loosen Heart turns 1. Happy birthday. Um Secret World it launched so it has a bunch of um articles about how it's going to happen in the future, blah blah blah. Um, um Joystick did a really cool article about four things MMOs can learn from Eve Online. And then as I think this was part of the San Diego Comic-Con, um there's this guy Michael Patcher. He's kind of a twit. Michael Patcher. Stuff- yeah, that's it.
0: And no, he, I, I've never gotten the impression these are twit, but uh, well, he, does he says say controversial controversial stuff. things in order to get people talking about things. So here's it had the new absolutely nothing to do thing. with his expertise.
4: Yeah, here's the new <laughs> controversial thing that he said. Yes, yeah. the MMO market
3: is as big as it's ever going to be. Mm. Okay. Wait, who? Michael Pachter said that. Yeah. Yeah. I think he probably meant like 50 dollars a month subscriptions. Yeah.
4: Right? yeah. But even then, hmm. no, that's probably true. Well, no, here's the thing: is this is because part it's of because
0: the, the, the people pro-
4: willing to pay fifteen dollars a month, there are only six or seven million of them.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: But we know that's not true.
1: Okay, how do we know that's well, not true?
4: Because Wow hit twelve million subscribers. If there's only six or seven million people that are willing to pay fifteen dollars a month, now. But even now, they still have t- like 10 million.
5: Yeah.
0: So he's wrong. Yeah. But his concept isn't so far off because people are starting to shy away from subscription games.
4: And even better is he says that this is the reason that 38 Studios went out of business. No.
3: Well, it's a yeah, of the I, mean- I think
0: there's a lot of reasons why 38 <laughs> went out of business. <laughs>
3: But well, it's sure. one of the reasons that their business model was conceived of in a time when it seemed like the MMO was a, the MMO space was a goldmine. Look at the money Wow was making. Well, what does that All mean we need to for, do is make a fifth? Hmm?
0: What does that mean for the Secret World then?
3: Uh, yeah, it's not world, even a good it? game to begin
4: with. <laughs> uh, see, here's the thing though: is it's getting critical acclaim and which is user? What is Secret World? world. No, it
0: isn't. No, no, no it isn't. It isn't. its not It's getting panned. thing
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: A lot of sites are actually A guilty. lot
1: of low crappy sites no one cares about. They're well, no, no, not
4: worth a or small sites. I don't right, I, I don't.
0: do not take
4: a, intent-
1: wait, 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 wait. No. I do not evaluate not.
0: reviews from MMO fan sites.
1: Exactly. MMORPG.com
0: does not give me a bi- <laughs> unbiased review of. Well, okay unbiased review doesn't exist but they're doesn't like give me a review that i would consider sites yeah because they have big message boards that people post on not because they're editorial content
4: uh sure people are going there for the news feed
0: no, and they're no,
1: no one goes to MRT's. boy i wish i read the articles and all the mmos i don't play <laughs> that's crap
0: Yeah, there's a lot of people there because there's a lot of people there. It doesn't there's mean it's good. There's a lot of good. People, because there's a lot
1: of data and a lot of conversation. It's nothing to do with their content. All right, well, so you're all
4: right. saying Joystick is a small site
0: now? No, but I don't think they're a good site.
1: I've never thought they were. I never think anything AOL is worth reading. So, you know, <laughs> take that with a grain of salt. Well, the
4: Joystick
0: was the one you were most open to as far as the gaming blogs. Mike, remember that? you're like you, you know this isn't writers, so bad yeah. i mean when yeah it's options... so bad
1: that was my that I was mean, my qualifier Well <laughs> when your other so options
0: bad. are kotaku where the only interesting writer there seems to be jason schreier who used to work here and destructoid um, where they're <laughs> people like to just insult other people on the internet
1: <laughs> right Destructoid's a waste of space but i mean i do like a couple editors in kotaku now
3: you know, the funny thing is like a lot of the people that like the big names of that other joystick on Kotaku that were actually maybe that you thought were worth reading all went to they the Verge. They all to
0: Verge. That's true. If Verge <laughs> they- can just make their layout not suck, it would actually be a great site to go and read.
3: Yeah. It's the, best the thing
4: the that I ever love heard. is um, he's <laughs> apparently, Michael Pachter has apparently gotten into this habit of doing interviews in front of these big stacks of games, except um, when they did this interview, they cut the shot a little too low. And you can see the fact that there's only like 20 games and it's actually propped up a bunch- on a bunch of stuff. It's not these massive pile of games. Like, what is? He's
0: pretty- I'm sorry. Are. What is that?
4: Okay. So he does interviews. Who? Pactor? Uh, Pactor. Yeah. In front of what looks like basically a, a massive bank of
3: games. He does interviews oh, in front a of a Oh, that's a TV set. show. It's called yeah. Pack Attack Game Trailers. Yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Except whoever did this particular one. Cut the shot a little oh, too who low. Who
3: cares? You're
0: you're you're actually going to make a qualitative judgment about Pactor's qualifications based no, on no, this No, no, no. I'm set? just
4: amused that, that people are actually making fun of this. Oh, okay. Interview because of that.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, that seems no, like that, it's a that's TV even set, more
1: guys. interesting. The fact fake. That <laughs> you are making you're actually amazed that people are making fun of something on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, you know is there any need- more? Oh, go ahead.
3: I was going to say, the to remember about Pachter is that he's an analyst. He doesn't have to be right all of the time. He just, just, just has to, to be.
0: Yeah, he, he says these things to get press and to keep his name out there so that his actual well, clients I, remember him. You know? The reason
3: why Pachter such a successful uh, analyst is because he, he actually has friends in the press. And, they, and he, those friends could tell him what to, to, to say to his investors. Okay. And, and I talks. don't know.
4: Maybe he's just saying this to cover up the fact that he said that no one was buying MMOs. Um, I think like three months ago he said no one was buying MMOs.
1: Only seven million people. That's well. No yeah. He's
0: said quite frankly that he says these things, but you shouldn't trust him in these areas. This isn't his expertise. He's just going to keep <laughs> saying things like this, and you, you know you can because grain to. of salt. Yeah, it's just something he does for fun. Like his actual stuff, his job, the reason he makes seven figures has you know it's completely different stuff.
3: Yep, and I think the reason why he does, like I said, is just help those connections keep it, his name out there. It,
0: it is crazy that we still report on it. That's what's crazy. Like, well, you don't
1: report on
3: it. Well,
0: hey, yeah, when every, well, I, when
4: no, I, I put this in my industry. headlines, it actually says industry analyst says subscription on the market is capped. But don't worry, he's usually wrong. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. It is, it's, it's ridiculous. But he's, it, that's the ingenious of Pactor he's so smart that his headlines, the things he says, even though we know he's wrong and shouldn't cover him, the things he says are just interesting enough that people still cover him.
1: And, it's interesting know, enough or controversial enough.
0: Whichever. The, same
1: thing. It's like saying talk show hosts are interesting.
0: He says enough to, keep, to have people keep covering him. That's his genius.
1: Eh.
3: Did you hear Harold Rivera found Al Capone's vault? He's going to open it live on television this weekend. Really?
1: I can't wait. <laughs> uh, that was awesome.
0: Well, we should move on. Uh, first off, new releases for this week are Heroes of Ruin. And I just want to remind people there is a demo of that on the eShop. You can go try that out before playing it. And I urge you to try it out before just buying it. Cause because it sucks. Because there's some mixed reactions to that game. So you might want to Wait, sure. And I
4: thought you were into that game. What happened? Yeah, I was last year. And then I played it this year. I'm like, oh, ho-hum. It's the exact same thing. Nothing has changed. Nothing has grown. and Oh, the multiplayer is still broken.
0: Well, apparently that works. There's internet multiplayer, so... Sorry, which game is this? Heroes of Ruin.
1: Ah, yes.
0: It's on the the system you hate.
2: Oh, okay. Because it's region locked. Boo, region locked. (laughs) (laughs) And conversation over.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, Heroes of Ruin, that's your Diablo clone. Go try out the demo, see if you like it. And uh, if you want another Diablo, well, does Fancy Star 2 count as a Diablo type game or not?
1: Fancy Star Online 2? I don't remember. Sort
3: of, yeah. Same kind of idea, right? It's so
1: the fun. same idea, but entirely different battle system. All
2: right, well, go get yeah, your yeah. The mag. battle system is different, but the like some of the underlying mechanics. Well, yeah, the underlying part of going to dungeon
1: case. and kill crap. No, that's the same.
3: Yeah, you know, like a handful of people. Yeah.
1: Yeah, with a with a small party.
3: Okay. But
1: I mean, that's not a Diablo. Diablo didn't invent that style, so.
0: It made it popular. Yes. <laughs> that was Diablo too. <laughs> Let's do that. But, all right. Let's see. Uh, we got some. No, we don't. We just have that impression of Guard. There's a couple of retro reviews on the site Soma Bringer and uh, another one. Go check those out. And let's see. Oh, what have we been playing, people? It's that time of the show where we get to talk about games we've been playing. What have I been playing? I'll go first. So, I even a singing moon? That's what I don't know. Because I am. I've been playing. Have I been playing anything? Oh! That's right. There's the new game I played, Rainbow Moon, on the PS3. Anyone else been trying this out?
6: Yeah, I've got the review copy.
0: Oh, good. So that is a it is a ten dollar PSN game, and it is a strategy RPG with an overworld map that you get to walk around, and you could see enemies before you get to get into a fight with them. And it actually has grinding, um, which I guess isn't that surprising. But like, you go around getting into these randomly generated overworld map battles. Fight tactical battles, just kind of like any other tactics game. Except the menu, in my opinion, kind of sucks. The interface menu for choosing your attacks and stuff—it's serviceable, but I don't like it. And then you do that, and then you get uh, points that you can go spend to level up your character, and gold you can go spend to buy gear, and then you keep going. And Alex, I didn't get very far in this game because the grinding aspects of in the earlier levels kind of put me to sleep, and then I had other things to do this week. But what did you? What have you been seeing?
6: Yeah, I think my comments are pretty much the same. I'm about seven hours in I think mm-hmm. so I've got a few characters it gets sort of more interesting after you've passed about five six hours good so you get you get a few more characters and things like that so
0: that's um, what I was hoping for because the, fir- the main character is very boring he's very attack based and yeah there's some s- skills and stuff but it's like uh, yeah
6: I and mean, the second characters is an archer so it used to get ranged at some point
0: good um yeah I don't know
6: but aside from that, it's pretty much by the num- Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much by the numbers strategy RPG.
0: Have you tried it on harder difficulty? Because I I played it on normal. I'm wondering if I put it on higher difficulty, if it'd be better.
6: No, I didn't because I generally suck at games. So oh okay. <laughs> I put it in both. Well, complete.
4: you did make it harder, Chris, because you choose to start with nothing.
0: Uh, a little bit, yeah. It's, but I've already got equipment that took like five five minutes to get enough money to get equipment. So. Yeah, so when you start the game, you get to choose difficulty, and then you get to choose um, a modifier to your beginning of the game that has different benefits for your character. One is, like, start with a bunch of equipment, but that's pretty much all you're getting out of this bonus. Another one is, like, start with no equipment, and then later on in the game, something cool is going to happen to you, and stuff like that. So you get to make those choices when you start. I thought that was a cool idea, Um, especially since unlike other games, like, say, Demon Demon Stone... What's it called? Demon... Demon's Souls, for example. Um, you really have no idea of the bonuses you're taking, how they're going to impact you later on in the game. Here they give you a pretty clear idea of you know what sort of choice you're making. And someone's listed a story in the thing.
1: No stories. Oh, in the chat, yeah. Apparently VSO 2 has already been hacked or something. Somebody I'm hacked sure. the servers? Okay. I'm not sure what's going on. I didn't read the story yet. And
0: they've done it because the game is Japanese only? Well, they've already announced it. They've already announced the U.S. version. What the heck is this story about? It's weird.
1: Maybe this is why you didn't read it. Do they I not know.
0: read Do they not read the news? <laughs> or do news they have is this, hard. They had the hack planned for so long that the announcement was like, well, shoot.
5: <laughs> We're just going to do it anyway. <laughs> We're
0: going to do it anyway. <laughs> All right. Um... Alex, is there any... I mean, that's all that I've been playing that's interesting. Is there more you want to say about Rainbow Moon, or have you been playing anything else?
6: Not um, about Rainbow Moon. I have been playing Deus Ex, Human Revolution, because it was free.
0: That's fun.
6: Do you like it? <laughs> yes, I do, actually, very much.
0: Do you like hacking Quite people's <laughs> email?
6: Yeah, I have gone through every <laughs> single one I could find. I
0: can't stop. <laughs> that's all I can do in that game. Is like <laughs> the, All my infiltrations are based around making sure I can read everybody's computer.
1: Yeah, no, I'm exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> You're both creepy and don't get near my machines. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, uh, nothing insightful, about, Well, I guess we've talked about Human Revolution in the past, so it's a good game. Um,
6: yep. <laughs> Someday I'll play it. I've, yeah, I've also got back into Fratex. So, uh what? PS Plus.
0: Oh, really?
6: It's, yeah, it's, one, it's the newest free game on that.
0: Oh, okay. Sweet. What's free? Deus Sacks Human Revolution. It was free? Yeah. For oh, oh, PS Plus. If you have PlayStation it's... Plus, apparently.
1: Well, I do, because I got a code from E3. You did? Uh-huh.
0: Wow. Um, we should um, should see if you can get that. That's a good game. Other than the boss fights.
1: Except I have it on
5: 360.
0: Oh. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> You're already okay, then.
3: Yeah, I love 360. Yeah, totally. Yeah.
1: What? I don't, I don't know I just
3: heard 360 <laughs> <laughs> I love the 360 I love the
0: 360 alright um, there are. if you have PlayStation Plus Mike you should definitely be going on there there's a ton of free games that you've probably already missed why have you not done
1: that
3: you really want the answer yeah
1: because I haven't turned my PS3 on in a month and a half
3: you better do that I haven't turned on my PS3 in about six
0: months. You better do that before, like, Warhammer 40K and stuff disappear. There's, like, a I lot of I think it already disappeared. That oh. was for June. Oh, Mike, get on there. What? You need to... Warhammer... Yeah, there's a lot of free games and stuff that are going up and down every month right now with PlayStation Plus, I don't and I you should care. be on there. I don't play them. But get them tagged to your account, then, so you can play them later. Yeah, but
3: you can just get them on Steam right now for, like, $2.
0: Yes, or you can get them for free. <laughs>
3: Yeah, but then he has to turn on we'll his. we play PS3. them either way. What's it matter? Oh no,
0: <laughs> Space Marine's still there. At least in Canada, says Sachiel. Pfft,
3: Canada, it's not even a real country. Wow,
5: it was a joke.
3: Yes, Canada's fake. That.
0: All right, yes. <laughs> um, Michael. Conspiracy. What have you been playing? If not your PS3, uh,
1: mostly Terra. So I was kind of bummed to hear all this MMO stuff and know they can hear about all the changes in Terra because it's been rather heated.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: So you know how they have PvE and PvP servers? Yes. They decide to blur that with guild versus guild combat. Okay. And they decided to blur that even more by making two provinces in every continent required to have guild versus guild combat to have vanarchy. I don't know
0: so what you're talking about people are like, wait, anymore. I
1: signed up for a server where I didn't have to kill anyone, but now if I want to own this province, I have to kill someone. Yeah. So big conversations about that well, that, well so, who
0: cares so don't okay give me a break why do, you should know that if you don't want to own lands in a game like this that you're not gonna that wait i, I, I i'm i totally lost here they're upset because they can't own property without attacking people
1: they can't well you don't own own you're running this property and you're supposed to make money and policies and stuff yeah
0: well you can't do that if you're unwilling to attack others that's not a big deal
1: that was the point of a pve server so you no, didn't have to do that
0: no, not if you didn't... No, no, no. Politics always involves war. You know that. <laughs> you don't have politics without war.
1: Yeah, I don't Chris know Hawk. if, like... You signed up not to have... I mean... Listen. I know don't... We played in the Sword game of,
0: the New- of Terra, you either win or you die. Yes. I you know this.
1: But most people who went on PvE servers did not plan to kill their players. All right, well... So... That's kind of a big deal for them. So
0: just don't do it. Is it that it's not even an important part of the game?
1: Right. Except the thing is if you're in a guild that you like and then they decided to run for Vanarchy. Oh, you are open
0: to attacks now. So you for have to drop So basically you need to drop guilds if they're involved in Vanarchy and you don't want to And that's why
1: they they're they're upset because they're like, hey, I've been playing with these guys for like well, two months and now you add this.
0: Well, I guess it just you know, that shows that you're not really part of that guild. Um, that's a that's <laughs> PvP people. You guys should split off and make a PvE guild. I, you know, yeah. I, I, I understand the frustration a bit, but it doesn't seem like a big deal in effect to me. Um, I
1: actually feel that they're making, you know, they being those on the forums, are making a much bigger deal about it than I would. Yeah. And so I was like, you know, if I really hated it and I became like, you know, a fodder for a 60 to come kill me all the time, I'd just, just make another guild. Yeah. You know, I decided, well, this is your policy and I won't be there, but that's why you have friends, right? You can just play them without being in a guild. Yeah. So, other than that, mm-hmm. um, you got me totally addicted to pocket planes. Oh, I did! Yay. I'm already level, almost level 13.
0: Oh my gosh, you're catching up fast.
1: Yeah. I, I, know, like, I know
0: what it takes to catch up like that. That means you've been playing a lot, and perhaps even during work.
1: Uh, no, I don't play during work. Um, uh, only, like, I did play a little bit at lunch, but, I mean, you, you're not going to make that much progress in ten minutes. It's mostly That's I play That's my
0: point. You have to play a lot to make that level of progress that quickly.
1: Yeah, I've been, I've been. um, when you watch TV and stuff, it's really easy to do.
0: You're right. Yep. Have you been shuffling people over to San Diego right now to participate in the world event?
1: Uh, yeah, I've done... And have Actually, you joined was,
0: CAG with us so you're getting rewards or Touch Arcade or one I of the hate big to groups?
1: Say it. Yeah. But I joined CAG. Okay. And you guys ranked too low to get the starship so I left.
0: So you went to uh Touch Arcade? They're probably, uh, polygonic. Think, Polygon?
1: Yeah, Polygon's number 3 in the world.
0: Oh, who's Polygon?
1: I read some stuff the from them and they were giving tips stuff. Oh, it is the Vert. stuff. Okay.
4: Um Chris so. got a spaceship part and it wasn't anything about
1: Yeah, um Yes. Get spaceship parts when you get mystery parts when you're predicting world events. It's not I got a, a big mystery
0: shop. part last night.
1: Yeah. I got a mystery part last night too, but you're only going to get another one if you're not in the top ten.
5: Mm.
0: You can get the. I don't whole know. Starship I looked at the starship stats. Win. I'm not that impressed. Yeah. Anyway. Uh okay. It's a great. I mean, I looked. At, okay. I looked
1: at the other class three ships, and they just. Do they we want to seem... talk
0: about high level pocket planes play or not?
1: I don't know. You're yeah, totally. only it. level 16. You're not really impressing me th- with high-level pocket planes. I play. want
3: to hear about the pro-level guys. Like, Are you guys going to be well, on Gonti? I'm, I'm,
1: I'm actually
0: 15, and the point is uh, awesome. high-level pocket planes play involves hub-and-spoke models where you have really fast, uh, um, big capacity yeah, big, big, capacity ships going you know, from that isn't even class 3s to class 3s.
1: You can do that at level 6.
0: Yeah, well, that b- bad boy has 4,000 range, which is really high. Right. And so he can go across world, and that's, that's important. He's a very good transatlantic uh, plane.
1: There's other ones that are, I mean, his he deal is it a four too. miles per second yeah. or a minute.
0: But yeah, the, be, th- both of those, and he's only got room for five people, means that it's, uh, he's, he's, he's not going to totally make a lot a of profit, is the problem. Yeah, he's a right, shuttle. Yeah, the spaceship is a shuttle. You're right, yes.
1: That's <laughs> the thing that made me wonder about the profit margins, where who gets the money? When they do the one of the rankings and stuff and your little stats. Yeah. Is it just the guy who turns it in gets it or is it proportional on who did the most work?
0: Oh no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the per flight money. Um, you're talking about what? The uh, rewards for, for a global event?
1: No. I'm talking about when you look at your globe when you look at your airline stats and you can rank them. Mm-hmm. The person who's making the most per hour is usually the guy who turns it in, right? It's not a rank. It's not like, oh, well, he did sixty percent of the work and he did 40% of the work, so they split it up.
0: I'm afraid I don't have any idea what you're talking about.
1: Oh, okay. In your log. Yeah. It gives your uh, your, your pay per hour. Cool. And you can rank it. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was curious, who got that money?
0: What do you mean by who got it?
1: Who gets the credit? Is it just the guy who turns it in? Because mm. then most of my credit goes to the small planes, but yes. the big planes are pushing them across the country to make that's, those big bucks.
0: Yes, yeah. I have a little plane that I've only used for delivering Comic Con people, and he's got eleven thousand profit per hour, um, and all he's doing is flying from Los Ooh. Angeles to to San Diego. So oh I mean, yeah,
1: yeah. But then none of your others are making like yes, that's correct. That kind of money. Yes, that's okay. right. Yes,
0: but I've only, only realized in that, America. I've only favorite. realized that um, hub and spoke is important. I didn't know understand that. Just realize that? Yeah, I, I really didn't it up, get it. it. Well, you're smarter than I am, so...
1: Well, it's an airline, and the first thing I realized, well, the, the, the yeah, kicker for me... Yeah, but it's a video
0: is, game. I thought it would be easier than that, but apparently I have I to run it like a real airline. A I hate
1: that. I realize he can only go 105 miles, 125 miles an hour, but if he's only flying between four cities, it doesn't yeah. matter how fast he goes, because I'm not rotating through my ships fast enough. Mm-hmm. So I just make him go through, like, the California area. Yeah. I have another one now starting to do the northeast uh, coast and you just these little planes are making all the money and the big ones are pushing these huge things to the spokes and it's, yeah it's just amazing. I thought I didn't think it'd be this complex for a little plane game.
0: Yeah, me neither. So now, I'm, so, it and now I'm waiting
1: to go. I'm waiting to get uh another couple uh little planes and then I want to start going international. Yep.
0: A couple little planes to go international?
1: Right, because you can't just send a big plane over to Europe. Got it. Without something to do there other than fly back to new york city right he's just gonna he's gonna waste time and money you Mm -hmm. need to have someone there who's like i'm gonna fly someone back to london oh i see you you need more slots area you need your you need your little crew
0: yep and nobody cares about what we've been talking about for the past five minutes so it's a game you don't like
1: to play it (laughs) suck it (laughs) other than that we we spent what 11 hours upgrading my iphone last weekend just yeah. to play this game well not so actively looking, worth it
0: well you need to be downloading pocket poker pals and hero academy i don't know what you're taking hey, so long did you're not
1: here did you not get my tweet about hero academy no i finished the tutorial and then my planes are ready <laughs> well
0: finish <laughs> you need to sign up for a name so i can actually invite you
1: oh okay well i'll do that soon or just uh-huh. go in
0: and invite me because i can't do it
1: by the way anyone has a laptop just get an SSD drive. SSD
0: drives. That's what you did this week as oh, yeah. well, right? That
1: took three days and it was worth it every was awesome. minute.
0: Isn't it awesome? It's awesome. Yeah.
1: You know, I had this weird texture lag in Terra mm-hmm. and I thought maybe my GPU just wasn't good enough or whatever. No, nah, that was no, your hard drive, apparently. I, because now, like, I'll, even full cutscenes, one, they don't take forever to load. And two, they're already fully textured. <laughs>
2: nice. That's so great. really, really happy. Uh, the advantage of having a solid state hard drive cannot be understated. I think I. Mm-hmm. I think I still. I was just. Uh, well, SSD? You put terror on yeah. SSD? Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, now
1: I've put... out what do you put on the spinny drive because I want everything to be fast.
2: Yeah, that's, that's you, the problem. The the only two things I have on my uh, solid state outside of my operating system are World of Warcraft and Minecraft. <coughs> so, so it's games to play often.
0: Yes. Um. Most people don't play a lot of games at the same time, Mike. So what you do is, uh, if if you've got Steam games, there's a tool called Steam Tool, which will do sim linking and moving the games for you easily in one step. And oh, so, I want that. Yeah. So that's you just search for Steam Tool and you'll get it. It's very easy. It's awesome. So you just move all the ones you're not actively playing to the spinning drive, and then the other ones back, and you can just move them back and forth. It's nice. And then can, can they,
1: is there another, like, can I do that with other games? Or you
0: can do that manually. Yes. Uh, Windows Seven has built-in. You can do a a, a junction point thing. Uh, make link. I need to learn how to command. do that. It's like, very easy. I kinda, yeah, you I kinda, just do a di- directory, symlink, and it's like make link slash D, and then you just do the target. You can figure out the command. You're smart. And then you can just move it over to the spinning drive as needed.
1: Okay, because my big thing was is <clears throat> I wanted to move pretty much all of users to the spinning, except for like all the caching and stuff. So you still have to keep your profile there, but like I don't need my documents there or anything like that because I'm never in there that often. Well,
0: yeah, I don't have that much of my documents, but I did move my downloads folder over.
1: Yeah, I moved downloads over, but that was just by, you know, telling Chrome to save somewhere else. Yeah. But uh, downloads is 86 so, gigs, and my documents is 46 gigs. So, so the,
0: the tip there for people <laughs> is Steam Tool. Use that, and then make link if you're fairly adventurous, but you can really screw things up with that, so be careful.
1: So, All right. Yeah. I'm okay. just going to – other thing i got to do is just move the data, and then if I actually play the big game again, I'll just move it back. Mm-hmm.
0: You so, could do that. Yeah.
1: yeah, I just have like a lot of old games. The SimLinks
0: are nice because then if you need
1: it, you're like, boom, I can play. Thank you, Windows, for finally getting SimLinks after 30 years. Yeah.
0: Um, and some games just don't need the SSD, like Wow, for example. So, Your laptop's going to be oh, a yeah. little di- bit different. So your hard drive, well, yeah, your spinning drive s- or, is kind of uh, slow. So, It's
1: 7200. Oh,
0: I don't know what's up with it then. You should be able to play something. Um, I think
1: it. these texture files are just huge because of the density. Got it. So there you go. I mean, I saved um, <clears throat> for the mods the backup directory that I have just for those eight skin files. Mm-hmm. Something like, like four or five gigs. Yep. For like eight nine files.
0: I hope <laughs> you've enjoyed this episode of System. And uh... yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> and
1: then I got and then and then and then because I was tired of upgrading other things, I upgraded my phone. So now I'm happy there too.
0: You upgraded your phone.
1: I have Android uh, four now.
0: Oh, you rooted it to put it on there?
1: Nope. Official Samsung release for oh, T-Mobile. What took you so long? Uh, apparently, I don't read Twitter. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> because T-Mobile decided to announce that uh, they would put uh, the Samsung, you know, you can get ICS. Yeah. Only on their Twitter. So they didn't send an email. can you update it on your website. phone to check? No, you have to use Samsung Keys to do it.
0: Samsung Keys?
1: K-I-E-S. It's a program? Yes, okay. it's a syncing program. Basically, it does pretty much what iTunes does for the iPhone. Got it. So you can sync, you can back up, and you can upgrade your firmware.
0: Got it. Well, congratulations so, for joining Ice Cream Sandwich family.
1: <coughs> it's yummy. Mm. I'm also going to give props to T-Mobile because it really bitches about Caller IQ. Yeah. And the first thing you do when you sign on to an ICS device is it says you can turn this off in the settings. Mm. So, I thought that was. I don't really know what cool. that
0: means, but I'm glad you can turn it off.
1: Color IQ is the snooping stuff.
0: Oh, that's we'll send,
1: We'll yeah. send all your information back to us, yeah. and we can do what we want. And got even it. though they publicly said they're not doing anything but tracking network usage.
0: They let you turn it off.
1: That's good. They just say, yeah, just go in the settings. Turn it off. We don't mind.
0: All righty. Anna, have you got your PC up and running again?
5: <laughs> yeah, I've <laughs> been here the whole
0: time. Okay. You, you said you were short on power, and then you came down and got a power plug and stuff, so I just want to make sure yeah.
4: you're ready to go.
5: Oh,
0: okay. What have you been playing?
4: Um, pocket planes, pocket planes, and, everywhere. You've also been only playing, a level ahead of you.
0: She, you've been playing some sort of um, zombie game too.
4: Yeah, no zombies allowed, which is like Tiny Tower except sideways. And I really don't want to get that much further into it. Um, but I, I have been playing. Where is my water? Because they un they put out a new set of levels, and I'm going to actually check the name because I want to make sure that I'm saying it right. Um, it's called, yes, it's called Mystery Duck. So normally in the game you have to get, as a sort of bonus, you get three ducks somewhere in the level. Um, this instead is you have to get one duck, but the duck will be like massive, so it requires triple the water to fill, or it'll be broken up into 16 miniature duckies, which only require one drop each, um, or it's moving around, or it's... Moving towards something that will automatically kill it, so it's been challenging. I'm at eighty-seven out of a hundred of these mystery ducks, so I'm definitely digging it.
0: All right, any other games um, you've been into?
4: Um, I wrote it down. I wrote it Commander down. Commander Keen. Yeah, because the Steam sale her. is on, and I played the poop out of Commander Keen when I was a little kid, and so I'm playing it again. <laughs> Commander Keen. And I think that's everything. Did I play any console games this week? No, I didn't. I need to go back to thirteen.
1: Thirteen or thirteen two. Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay,
0: she has to finish that so then she can go play thirteen two. And she's enjoying thirteen, so that helps too. <laughs> um, Quinn, what you been playing?
2: Uh, it's funny Anna mentioned zombies, because I've also been playing zombies, but different kind of zombies.
0: You've been playing hardcore-ass zombies, is what you've been playing. Yeah,
2: I've been playing DayZ, which is a uh, a, a zombie apocalypse mod for Armour 2, the military combat simulator. Um, this is a game now- where you have
0: to press buttons to <coughs> open your backpack, right?
2: Yeah. And yeah. Like, there's
0: a procedure to being able to open your backpack, right?
2: Oh my yeah, gosh. as a procedure, just to carry a gun properly. I oh mean, basically, Daisy is is a mod for for Armor Two, and I, what makes it particular is it um, there there are already numerous servers hosting it, usually between about forty seventy five player capacity, but the character that you create or the character you kind of spawn out is uh, effectively persistent across all servers. So if you log out on one server. Uh, and then log into another one, you basically spawn back in in the same position that you were previously with all of the stuff that you had when you logged out. Um, And it basically is this kind of brutally realistic... um, sort of uh, brutally realistic um, zombie apocalypse set in uh, Russia, sort of current, current, present-day Russia. And basically there's this kind of like two hundred and twenty kilometre square square kilometer map uh, and a vast expanse that you kind of you get spawned into with nothing but like a bandage and a flashlight, I think. I think that's it. And you basic the the, the basic objective is to survive as long as possible. Um which is actually really difficult because um The zombies follow the like the fast zombie trope, um, but they also are quite resistant to uh, quite resistant to damage unless you shoot them in the head. You know, the other popular zombie trope. Um, And while there aren't a lot of them, uh, what kind of stops you from kind of just going on a kind of zombie crazy killing spree is you have to find firearms and ammo and stuff. And they are really hard to find. Um, not to mention, you've got to keep your blood up, which effectively functions as your health, as the health system. Uh, and you've also got to eat and drink as well. Uh, and if your, if your character is, like, terrified by zombies, which, uh, um, if you basically do any kind of, like, vigorous activity shortly after being involved in an attack um your thirst and hunger bars go down even faster um, so, is, and this is yeah. fun yeah okay and the <laughs> other thing you've got to be careful is basically uh, it's carry over from um armor 2 which is based on uh, it has a kind of uh, version of um uh voice communication um that you can basically talk to people um like like, nearby, as it were. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is previously, um, they had a system where if you murdered another survivor, um, you would become effectively marked in a way that marked you out to other people. Um, But they've now changed that so that everyone now has, like, the same skin. Um, so basically the the reason why the vocal communication is there is so you can ascertain, um, like, if the people you're running into, the, the group of survivors you're running into are friendly and will, you know, help you, or they're just basically going to kill you and loot your body. <laughs> and because the game is... Hey, or B, I don't know. And because the game is effectively a... Uh, a it has hardcore mode on permanently, as Sashiel mentions in the chat, if you die you just you you just create a new character there's no like respawning with your stuff so yeah (laughs) it uh, but it's fun it is pretty fun i i myself um there are two uh there are two major towns in in on the on the game map uh and i am currently logged off in uh inside the church uh, in the the bigger of the two Apparently, according to some of the guides that I've read for it, um, the towns are traditional stomping grounds for uh, bandits, the name given to, uh, effectively, player killers. Uh, but I haven't actually encountered one yet. I have encountered uh, friendly survivors, but I have not encountered anyone who's tried to actually kill me yet, outside well, that's good. of zombies. The other thing is, uh, compared to something like... If you're coming from something like Left 4 Dead, is there aren't a lot of zombies around. You... Probably because encountering one can potentially kill you. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like there, there are very few of them around and there, there is definitely a lot of advantages to be gained by, by effectively playing stealthy. Um, and while having a firearm is nice, uh, non-silenced firearms are very dangerous in that um, noise attracts more zombies. Mm-hmm. So sure, you can shoot the one attacking you, but that may attract like four of his friends from a nearby field. And that's kinda of when you really burned. Um it also suffers it is currently in alpha, so it does suffer from a couple of bugs. The servers are quite difficult to get onto at the moment because they the main server that's coordinating all of the persistence is getting hammered by like sixty thousand people or something. The mod has been is so popular that it's propelled Armor 2 to one of the top spots on Team Steam's uh sale lists. And they've uh the developers have even put a note about the mod on the game's Steam page which I think is fairly uh fairly unheard of uh, uh a mod you know just be effectively a mod so basically if you like like really hard zombie survival or you know, just really hard survival games in general with an almost incomprehensible control scheme uh and you have a copy of armor 2 uh download it give it a try
0: uh, it's free right
2: yeah the mod itself is free armor 2 is the game you have to pay for sure because it also requires the ArmA 2 expansion pack. Twenty three the, uh,
0: ninety nine right now on Steam. Yeah,
2: they're currently twenty. It's currently pretty cheap on Steam, so you can pick it up quite cheap and join in the zombie fun.
0: Oh, and that includes a bundle actually. So the bun... ArmA 2 by itself is just fifteen ninety nine. So... Yeah,
2: but you need you need the expansion, otherwise you need Daisy Operation doesn't Arrowhead? function. Oh, yeah, okay. you need Operation Arrowhead. All right,
0: I, All right. yeah. so... I don't think I can do a shooter like that. That seems a bit intense.
2: Yeah, the other thing is, um, it's actually quite hard to aim. I haven't figured out if there's a, like a... Who needs I know gonna, aim if, anyway? Well, uh. if you're trying to headshot something. <laughs> okay. I, I, according to my character stats, I've I've died a few times. Um, a couple of times, uh, well, once I accidentally press the respawn button, which instantly kills your character... Um, <laughs> And there was a couple of times where I was basically dead. There was nothing else I could do. Uh, the game has um, there are certain status effects which are extremely crippling to your character uh, the The worst of which that's outside of uh falling unconscious is if you break both your legs, which is possible if you fall off uh, a moderately sized building um, you are oh, basically limited. Happened. Yeah, you are basically limited to just kind of walking around. You, know, you can't walk, you can't uh, crouch, you can just slide along on your stomach. Which basically makes you zombie bait. So,
1: why don't they just kill you?
2: Uh, well, if you did it like I did, uh, I actually glitched through the wall at one point because the, the mod is still an alpha in a fire station and fell about a story which broke both my legs on, a, on landing on the ground. And the reason why I wasn't dead was there was no zombies in the vicinity. Well, yeah, but
1: you, you can't just be like, "Uma, ooma, 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 and your legs are better either. So, I mean, you're kind of screwed well, up. Well,
2: uh, funnily enough, the, the the one part where the game breaks from any potential realism is you can just take some morphine and stand up. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, sweet, because that works. Yeah, because that works. <laughs> I think I think they wanted to have some kind of like penalty for trying to do ridiculous uh, mm-hmm. things with like falling off things. But they also had to put something ridiculous in to balance it out, which is basically taking a shot of morphine instantly heals your broken legs. <sighs> All right. Who'd have thunk it? Uh, the the other thing I haven't, uh, that's in the game that I haven't really discovered is um it, the, the, the spawns for them are very rare, but it is possible to find uh, broken vehicles and then find the parts to the, repair them. So the 220 km, square kilometers of Russian farmscape seems slightly less daunting when you have like a you know, a broke, slightly broken uh, car to drive around in. You can also find bicycles. Because um, some guy, I was watching um, i was watching David stream a guy who was playing it. There was a bug in one of the older versions where you could go super fast if you reverse down a hill on a bicycle. It was hilarious. Nice. So, um Yeah. And the other thing I've been playing this week is I've been doing uh, endgame content in City of Heroes, which they finally added in after six years of it being out.
1: Hmm. What? Crazy. People play that game till the end? Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's like, what were they wow. thinking?
2: I've played it through to the end four times.
0: Alright. Uh, wow. Uh, who's left? Manny! Manny! What have you been playing?
3: Okay, so yes, I am still here. Yes. <clears throat> you did you not sleep. You went quiet.
0: You went dark. Radio silence.
3: Radio okay, silence. Exactly. Uh, I finished off Dead Space 2.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: No one here's played Go it, on. I'm sure.
1: Everybody's like, yeah. I have not played know. it.
0: I have it in my Steam library. I just need to play it.
1: That sounds familiar.
0: Yeah, I know. I've got a lot of things in my Steam library.
1: And yet there's a Steam sale you're excited about. Not really. I haven't bought much. Good growing up i'm proud of you should i right. the, should i buy so yeah, fortune summoners sp- and stuff like
3: that
0: oh, oh sorry no, I think manny's trying to go i'm sitting here talking about buying carpe fulgur games so you played dead space 2 and it was awesome
3: yeah oh it was pretty good overall a pretty good experience uh if anyone's worried about playing that game alone that rebel fm they have an older game club you know where like a bunch of people sit down and talk about every step of the w- the, the game every step of the way and what they enjoyed mm-hmm. so i'd recommend yes you know if you have the game in your back catalog, just download those three Rebel FM episodes. I'm sure you can find it on – just Google it okay. and listen to those so you have some companionship while you play the game. What? Uh- that's one of the bad things about when you play a game that's really old is yeah. – you, you know, it's like I've, I just watched Heat. I want to talk about it with somebody. and They're like, no. That movie came out a decade ago. I don't want to talk about Heat. What's wrong with you? <laughs> so that's about it. I'm probably going to start off a new – I don't know. I'm either going to start Dragon Age or Warhammer 40K Space Marine today. I'm not sure which one.
0: That's um, all. You're gonna start Warhammer or what?
3: Or Dragon Age. Dragon
0: Age. Uh, Warhammer then, unless you're doing. I'm the- thinking.
3: I'm thinking. I want to get through all of that expansion content before that game just gets too old. Which one? Uh, Dragon Age. Yeah, I, have, but- I haven't done Awakenings. You're I haven't talking about done Warhammer Ostagar, or Space,
0: Mach- Space Marine, right?
3: But I just did. En- I just finished a third-person wow. action game.
0: All right. It's just so much shorter.
3: Oh. you actually what, you actually played Space Marine?
0: Uh Dragon Age origin can be hundreds of hours, so I don't know. I'm confused. How can Space Marine even come close to that? Being
3: a shooter. Oh, it's more about just one in the mood to play next, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> cool cool.
0: Yeah, I need to start space machine so I need to learn how to talk. I want to start Space Marine soon What platform well. do you have Space Marine on? I have it on PS3 because I got it with Plus.
3: You do? To, oh, that's right, because it's free. Yeah. Man, the online community for Space Marine must be huge right now. I know. Damn, I wish I had it on PS3. What do you have it on? 360. Ah.
0: I don't have, like, anything on 360 anymore. and And the stuff I have on 360, I can't figure out how to get through the menus to play it. So... <laughs> It's a problem. I have to bang my Xbox. No, it's not. It's on the
3: first page, dude. It's just <laughs> literally the, it. when you turn it on, it's the cursor is on the play game button. Yeah, for disc games. What do you got that you want to play so badly? I got
0: XBLA games and independent games. I don't want to play? play. I don't want to play it badly, <laughs> especially not on that console. I don't know, man. I don't have.
3: I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know, man.
0: I should play yeah, anyway. Duels of the Planeswalkers, is what I should play. Too cool. many
3: games. Too many good games. All right, let's go play them. Yeah, how's that backlog out? We spent like 20 minutes after the last week's podcast. I made no progress
0: about... on my backlog. None you... whatsoever. Oh. This surprises no, no one. one. <laughs> <laughs> Rainbow Moon came out. I wanted to try that. It was like brand new downloadable tactical game. This is exciting. So Don't you have like a million tactical
3: games to play already? That you Um, haven't even opened?
0: I I have ones I haven't even bought, like Jean d'Arc, that I need to get.
3: Yes, play that now. Please. At this point, just forget Jean d'Arc.
0: No way. No. No way. That's like saying, just forget Final Fantasy Tactics, apparently. So I don't want to do that. Yeah, honestly.
3: I mean, you're never going to... You haven't even bought it yet. So? Are you actually going to buy it and play it? Jean d'Arc? Someday. You know what I'm waiting for?
0: Is Vita compatibility on that one.
3: All right, all right. Then you'll finally get to do it. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it wasn't enough when it was on disc. Oh, I'll wait for it to be digital. Then it's digital. Oh, I'll wait for Vita compatibility. It's gonna come video compa- Well, I'll wait till I can play it on my PS3 and use my Vita as, a, as the
5: Ooh. controller.
0: Ooh, I'm waiting for that now. That sounds oh, awesome. Oh, you're terrible. <laughs> you 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 got it for me. That's 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 what I need. So I, I need to figure out between my Go and my Vita now what to play Unchained Blades on. Because I'm actually confused. I like that Go. And I like my Vita. I don't know what to do. Hey, oh! And Lee is in the chat room asking a great question. Is anyone playing Endless Space? Has anyone tried that?
1: I do not. Uh,
2: know. I, it's kind of one of those sort of the games that looks like I might enjoy it, but I just haven't put the money down for it.
5: Mm,
2: okay. Like, I, I want to know more about it kind of thing. Before I, you know, put money okay, down. Well,
0: it's a 4X game, right? So
2: Yeah, that's... And I like tend to like 4X games.
0: So, is there much more to know about it? Did you get into uh, that other big 4X series? The the happens in space, galaxy of something or other. Mm. That I obviously have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, Wait, RPG? No, not an RPG. The 4X game.
2: Uh, the only the only other 4X games as uh, like space oriented ones I've played are *Sins of a Solar Sins Empire*. *Sins of a Solar Empire*. That's the one. And, and uh, the X series. Because uh, hopefully they're still on track to release the next version of that this year, sometime.
0: So, is anyone picking up Heroes of Rune? I don't
1: have a thingy for it.
0: Are you waiting for August and then you'll pick up Heroes of Rune?
1: Possibly after the, the reviews uh, the have XL not killed it.
0: Assuming <laughs> <So you mean laughs> the reviews don't kill it, yeah.
1: If if it comes out with a 60 Metacritic, no, I'm not going to get anywhere near it. Oh, but your, you know, if it comes line? out with.
0: 61 Metacritic, you're going for it?
1: I'm saying like it. Oh, okay. What, what is your cutoff, so by few. the way? I'm curious. Um, It depends on the platform. Really? Uh, yeah. I mean, if I have a lot of game, like for my DS, it's going to be really high. I have a lot of DS games. I'm not going to, uh, you know be like, oh, I should just play all these little games because, uh, you know, I have all these great games to play, but, you know, consoles especially, I go a little lower because mm-hmm. I feel a lot of those get chintz just for graphics more than anything, and I'm not the big graphic whore. Um, the, I don't really have a set cutoff. I typically try to stay in the 80s, though.
0: Okay. Wow. I'm, I just went to game rankings, and I see one review for Dungeon Fighter Live, 55%. That doesn't seem good. Instant buy. Anyone know anything <laughs> about Dungeon Fighter Live? Other than it being Dungeon Fighter Online, but on Xbox?
3: Okay. Um, There's a giant bomb quick look of it that's up oh, right now.
0: Oh, excellent. I'm going to watch that. Sweet. All right. And with that, I think it's time to sign off. I feel like we're just treading water here. So let's go play some games and come back next week and be excited and talk about some new games or some old games that we've actually finished. And I should make some sort of effort to get through backlog. No, so, no, you're just I shouldn't. Go
1: like some other game you're already playing, like WoW or something. Uh,
0: yeah, probably Terra or something by then. No, maybe I don't know. I don't know. Oh, uh, wow! Skype. Come on, You should recycle, like reduce, and reuse. Yes, that's true.
3: Play what you have.
0: Hmm. Play what I have.
1: Yeah, someone was like, oh, the Steam sale's on. I'm like, yeah, when my Steam library is more than 12% played, I'll think about it. Mm-hmm. It's just how I've gotten to this point. It's like, so much stuff I don't play. Why would I look for stuff that I, you know, No, I don't even know if I'm going to play yet. Gee, it might be awesome, well, it might be not.
3: I will say this, Chris, though. Um, so you played Deus Ex Human Revolution, right? Yeah, I finished it. Did you play the, the well-received... Uh, exp- DLC, the, the DLC, yeah, I liked it. Oh, you did the yeah. one where he's on the container ship. Yes. Oh, never mind. I was about to say that's cheap.
0: Yeah, no, I finished that um, like a week or two after it came out. No, well, never mind then. I liked that game, <laughs> and it actually got it was short enough for me to finish it. So it was like perfect. It's like RPG ish, shootery, short. <laughs> it's everything I needed maybe to actually you, maybe get you through should it. Get into, yeah. I'm sorry. I should, get, yeah, an should get an OUYA because of yeah. Deus Ex? How's no, just, you like
3: short RPGs, right?
0: Hmm. I see. That's a good point. I can't argue with your logic.
1: I think you should just go up your backing to $99 right now.
0: Should I add the yeah. other 98 bucks? I actually That's started right. off fully funded, thought about it for a few minutes, went back and downed my funding to a dollar.
1: I almost did ten bucks just for the username and I'm like, nah, I don't care that much.
0: Yeah, I don't yeah, I don't care about that. People don't steal so my username. Since,
1: well, not yours.
0: Exactly. Mine might, but yeah. At the same time
1: I'm like, nah.
0: Is it really a big deal? I don't know. All
3: right. Wait, wait, you're not gonna reserve your Baller Z four twenty XX <clears throat> user tag?
0: No. My Baller Z four twenty XX gamer tag will be up for grabs. Right. so if you've been listening to the show and you're like I need to give them some content to talk about so they don't yeah, talk about pocket planes we, for an we, hour and a half we're treading
3: water here, we're talking about nothing end the show man, you gotta yes. end the show
0: I gotta end it, I'm gonna definitively end it right now <laughs> people keep interrupting me
5: you wanna you know give us
0: content you can send it to us at podcast at email dot, podcast at email dot com podcast at is where you should send your email um, if you'd like to call 608-729-4098 is a voicemail, try and keep it about 30 seconds or less uh, you can send in a segment or an MP3 file if you want to call in that way. Just email it to podcast.rpgamer.com. And you can also leave message feedback message feedback at our boards. You can leave message board feedback. You can leave feedback at our message boards. I got it. It's at board.rpgamer.com in the latest update section. You can be right there. And uh, is there anything else people need to know before we get on out of here?
1: Just berserkers naked. What? What? <laughs> I had someone come to give me gloves and she's like wearing the tiniest little bikini I've seen in yet in this game. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. So Mike's playing Terra
1: Yeah. So I'm actually confused. The van isn't running really hot.
0: Okay. I don't know what you're talking about. So let's go on to our Bye. next gaming experience. Enjoy your Saturday, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Remember, chat rooms live 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern every Saturday where we stream RPG casts for you live at rpgamer.com live and you join in the chat and contribute like nimbex and Andro user 2 and uh, other people have. So you can uh, jump right in there and it's a fun time. Uh, until next week we're going to see you um, in the twitters and the facebook's and what have you. So twittercom Gamer, and we'll see you next week. Bye everybody. Bye now. Bye. Bye-bye.